go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. And here we go off and running on this 18th day of November 2022. This is the horn. Head on dot live is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time madcap multimedia extravaganza that is the horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Round. And whatever time it is when you're listening to the podcast, thank you for listening live. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you to those of you who actually keep this program on the air. Please know that everyone who partakes of it is grateful to you. And that is, I, I say that in, in absolute sincerity. Thank you. Hi, I'm Robin. It is uh, Friday, Friday on the front porch. And uh, here in about an hour, we will go over the rivers and through the uh, through the woods to gather together in the old holler tree we sublet from the Keebler Elves, wherein we keep the extraordinary, ordinary round table and gather around it and cuss and discuss and see what's on folks' minds in one of the most scintillating group, discu- uh, group discussions that uh, is to be found anywhere in broadcasting. Now, I think this is pretty close to absolutely unique. So, yeah. uh, we begin the program with a note uh, from uh, Matt in San Francisco, subject line, Straight Road, a special counsel. Oh, Merrick, that's so two years ago. You know, Matt, I thought the exact same thing. It's like, they got some serious, they got some serious internet latency lag time up there, I guess, but, well... Uh, now there are okay. We're going to have to. You know what? We're probably going to talk about this in the in the front porch segment. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. There's a lot of people who are pissed off and calling Merrick Garland a chicken shit. Uh, well, we're working the brown word early this evening, aren't we? Uh, for for going all special counsel because Nitwit Nero has announced he's a presidential candidate. I still think Merrick Garland is a lot smarter than Nitwit Nero. And this avoids any. And, you know, the guy sat on the bench for a lot of years and was competent, completely, far more competent to be a member of the Supreme Court than, say, the handmaid or brat or, well, any any anybody up to it, including old, old balls and strikes, that side of the court. 
And I think he, I think he does take it all the way down to the to the, to the core of his being. The, the idea that he must avoid the appearance of impropriety, and it's the word appearance that's most important here, because uh, it, Nitwit Nero could make a big stink. Nitwit Nero is always going to make a big stink. Nitwit Nitwit Nero is a big stink, but he could make a big stink about the Biden administration persecuting me, persecuting me. I'm, and then, of course, he's running around there saying, out there saying things like, I won't partake in this special counsel probe. I wonder if this means that he's got a... Is that, I wonder if this means that Garland has a grand jury out there that's itching to do something. Yeah, Dimwit Domitian said to... I've been going through this for six years. For six years I've been going through this, and I'm not going to go through it anymore. And I hope the Republicans have the courage to fight this. It's not acceptable. It's so unfair. It's so political. Hunter Biden is a criminal many times over, and nothing happens to him. Joe Biden is a criminal many times over, and nothing happens to them. Bitch, please. Ah. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Because every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude. And this program is no different. And so we say thank you to our 18th day of the month subscribers. Who, are, who have been ever so helpful. Thank you so much. Uh, fundraising goal right now is, uh, it, it's in the, uh, it's, well, 1300 bucks. And uh, thanks to our 18th day of the month subscribers, that means thank you uh, to a uh, an anonymous friend who got us down to a, a nice round number. And thank you to Grace. Thank you, Grace. And thank you to Charlene in Rogues Island. Uh, thank you to our dear friend in the uh, South Pacific. Thank you to our pal, Joy in Ann Arbor. Today is Joy's birthday. And so going out to Joy, the happiest of birthday wishes. And I hope the Singapore slings were absolutely wonderful today. Um, so thanks for being partial sponsors of the program. Like I said, we're at $1,300 to get us uh, fully funded up here to the 18th with... Uh, uh, with with Thanksgiving week coming, I will try to do a program on Thanksgiving evening. We'll have a Thanksgiving on the front porch for anybody who wants to participate. And uh, you know, there there will still be news. There will still be news on Thanksgiving. We don't we don't live in the America anymore where things are all quiet on the holiday. No, no. The, but uh, you know, Matt in San Francisco, thank you so much for that straight road comment. It just feels like, I don't know if it's just instincts that we have here, but we get things way ahead of the game. And, you know, Matt's right. We were talking about special counsel probably the day after the terrorist attack of January the 6th. And speaking of the terrorist attack of January the 6th, well, uh, here we are, 
there's a marginal trailer queen who is being referred to, at least in an article at Salon, as the shadow speaker. Oh, I had to put a girl off her kibble for a couple of days. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, marginal trailer queen uh, in an article at Huffington Post is said to have gone to uh, maggot Congressman Steve Scalise of Louisiana. You'll remember Steve Scalise. He's the guy who's so damn stupid that he can get get gunned down and still not see the need for Congress to do something about gun violence in the United States. Now, Marginal Trailer Queen asked Steve Scalise to uh, support an investigation into uh, Nancy Pelosi leading the House Select Committee designated to investigate the terrorist riot of January 6th. And basically what it boils down to is uh, Marge said, I'd asked him if he would support investigations into Nancy Pelosi's handling of security at the Capitol on January 6th. I also asked him if he would support investigations into the treatment of pretrial January 6th defendants. He said he would support it through the committees so that each committee, the committees assigned to that, would be handling it. (sighs) And this goes back to when she was tweeting about the, the... the terrorists who were being held in detention in D.C. I've never seen human suffering like I witnessed last night. While some were shown to us in seemingly beneficial programs, others were in tortuous lockdown. I'll never forget hearing their screams. Can you still hear the lambs, Clarice? Just saying. It was like walking into a prisoner of war camp and seeing men whose eyes can't believe someone had made it in to see them. They're suffering greatly. So she's going to be on a committee, and I'm still not entirely convinced that she, even though she's just, this is her second, this will be her second term, that she won't wind up uh, the chair of a committee. Which, again, is just nauseating even to contemplate. But I also wanted to uh, uh, offer up a little bit of an update. And thank you. Thank you, Lady B. Lady B got us started. Thank you so much. I was was still kind of glowing after your wonderful words yesterday. Uh, I've even thought about them today. Thank you. It means so much. Um, Lady B got us started, so we're down to we are down to uh, twelve eighty five. Twelve eighty five gets us fully funded to this to to, to to this day this week, and I don't know. If, I mean, that would be a humongous community made miracle, and it's a miracle of which we are badly in need. Do Lord, do Lord, do remember me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Brother Deacon heard me, so let me just uh, tally, please, he said.
<laughs> We've got a different Herman Cain gift this evening. Did you know that a werewolf can fight a vampire? He said that. Uh, not Herman Cain, but Herschel Walker. He. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, Steve. I asked Steve to give me a little reminder earlier today. Steve in New York, and he just complied. Okay, let's, let's, can we have a giggle before we get into all the serious stuff? Because I saw, I saw a meme last night that just set me to cackling. I had to check and see if I laid an egg. Um, <laughs> I love this. I know, talking about visuals on our radio program leaves some, but But we all know who Bert and Ernie are on Sesame Street. And just here's a... I don't know how many people would, would be able to get this, but this is a good trivia question for, like, you know, this time of year in a bar. Where do the names Bert and Ernie come from? Why were those two Muppets named Bert and Ernie? And the answer is because uh, George Bailey's pals in It's a Wonderful Life are a cabbie and a cop. And Violet Bix goes swaying past them one day and you know, beautiful. And they watch her go past... One of them says, I think I'm going to go home and see what the wife's up to. Well, the cop and the cabbie are Bert and Ernie. Now, as many film fans as we've got, a lot of y'all probably knew that. But So Bert and Ernie uh, are shown in this meme. <laughs> uh, it, it must have been letter Q day on Sesame Street. Because Ernie is standing to the left of the giant letter Q and pointing at Bert. And Bert is standing there stone-faced with a look that can only be described as chagrin. And Ernie is lecturing him. And the minute I read this, I heard this in Ernie's voice. And it absolutely destroyed me. And I hope it does the same for you because we we got a, we got a lot of crappy stuff to get into, so we need a giggle. Uh, just a moment. No, Bert, you stupid asshole. There was no storm. There was no cracking. You donated to a con man's grift and followed his orders. Now you have no money, no job. The con man called you a terrorist on TV, and the FBI are at the door. Frankly, I hope they put you in front of a firing squad. It was treason, Bert. It was fucking treason. And I've, I've, I've read that, and it's just ruined. <laughs> no, Bert. <laughs> no, Bert, you fucking asshole. You stupid, you stupid asshole. <laughs> I hope they put you in front of a firing squad. It was treason. It was treason, Bert. It was fucking treason. Thanks for the reminder, Steve. Thank you. Um, no, no, I'm not into the cat food, Ralph. So the kibble is just a generic term. Actually, it put me off my Enchirito, if you want to be quite... Because the Enchirito is back at Taco Hell. And I just... 
and, and you know, Tracy's been all worked up about it. I got all worked up. And un, unlike the Mexican, this is, I don't have a very good Taco Bell. They're really nice. But Tracy sent me a picture of her Enchirito, and it's all pretty with tomatoes all over it and stuff. Ah, my Enchirito. Well, it, I guess it looks like what a hillbilly Enchirito would look like. And I swear 75% of the cost of that thing must be in the plastic container that they serve it in. It's like one of those, uh, you know, Glad or whatever plastic storage containers. Yeah, I guess it's reusable, but God Almighty, it's wasteful. Just look at that and think about the hydrocarbons and think about it, you know. And it's only for a limited time, you know, just like the McRib. The only difference being people actually like Enchiritos. The McRib is just something that gets foisted upon us. I ate one in like 1982. And, and never again felt the, 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 the need to ever experience that again. <sighs> uh, but... Uh, Sorry, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share that. Uh, I hope they I hope they put you in front of a firing squad, Bert. Uh, Lee in New York pointing out Herman Cain and Herschel Walker. They have they, they they have the same number of working brain cells. You know, Herm is dead, of course, and well, Herschel's dead from the neck up. Same same. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I messed up earlier. Um, Anatole and Irish Dave and Squeaky are hanging out in the chat room. If you want to pop by, and uh, yeah, Sparky's there, longtime inveterate, indefatigable veteran chat room moderator Sparky, who, even though he's a third third stage guild navigator, has not folded space and is remaining Sparky, and uh, he's uh, really quick with the. Uh, lightsaber finger uh, he, the brain tried to pop in and Sparky bashed him right away before he even had a chance to send me some filthy gif or meme or photo or whatever thank you, thank you Sparky now I wanted to do uh, a, a bit of an update on a story from yesterday During the course of the program yesterday, we talked about the seditious conspiracy trial taking place of one Jessica Watkins, who lost her uh, lost her shit on the stand and started uh, screaming and carrying on and. Well, I found out a little bit more about Jessica Watkins today. I was talking with Miss Terry, and she uh, edumacated me. Uh, the headline from Huffington Post is, Oath Keeper Loses Cool on the Stand in Seditious Conspiracy Trial. Um, oh, God, let's deal with it. Uh, okay, we got to deal with the McRib now because I started something. Uh, McRib Lee in New York says, Congratulations on surviving eating it. Is that worth the cowbell? Oh, it's not worth the box they put it in, Lee. 
McRib Trivia. Scott, you better be making this up. It was test marketed under the name Slab O Pork. Uh, I, w- I want that not to be true, but there's part of me that wants it to be true, and I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Uh, oh, and as for uh, Herschel and Reverend Warnock, uh, Stephen New York informs me, uh, subject line Georgia, my dad sent this to me. Used to be Warnock ad, Herschel ad. Now it's Warnock ad, nothing. Goodbye, Herschel commercials. Ah, they pulled the money out, I guess. But back to uh, Jessica Watkins. This is one of those moments where, uh, and, and, and I found out part of the part of the reason she was there on January sixth is that I guess I guess testimony has noted as as a testimony that's been elicited during the course of trial indicates that she was watching Alex Jones and Infowars comments or co- content or something somewhere between four to six hours per day. So what that means is basically she turned her brain to sludge. You know, with all the barking and the grunting and the hustling of the cho- paleo chocolate chicken bone beverage and and the and 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 the uh, uh, the frogs getting transed and the monkey jellyfish hybrids that are for sale in the wet markets of old Kowloon. Yeah, I mean, because if you if you actually take in much more than the occasional clip of Alex barking, Alex Jones, barking and grunting and hooting uh, before a camera, it will have serious deleterious effect in the long term. It's it's sort of like the long term uh, observations that have been made here about, you know, the exposure to and, and the dose that was represented was like an eight year uh, it, it was the equivalent of eight years of, of breathing blasting dust here in the sacrifice zone and lo and behold that was enough to start causing cancers to grow (sighs) well excuse me so what it boils down to is she turned her, 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 her brain to toxic porridge and that's part of why she should be found guilty of that with which she is charged, namely seditious conspiracy. And here's hoping she did not help her cause at all by losing her shit on the stand. But here's the update part. I didn't know it. But Miss Terry pointed out that... Uh, Jessica Watkins is a girl like me. She's a trans woman. I will not misgender her. I will not say anything. It, well, you know, it's 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 what it's the same thing I say about Caitlyn Jenner.
I won't question her gender, but I wouldn't pee in her mouth if her damn guts were on fire, okay? Yeah. One of the people who, one of the terrorists who attacked the seat of constitutional governance in the United States in, a, in, in, in the greatest terrorist attack on the Capitol since the War of 1812. <sighs> There's a trans woman. And when I got, and, 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 and when, when Terry told me that, I just had this great wave of, oh, no. It wash over me. Really? Carrie said, yeah. I was like, how does that happen? She's a veteran. She's a, she, she was in the United States Army. And she went there, despite whatever protestation she's offering from the stand, She went there, literally dressed for battle. Um, uh, okay, thank you. I appreciate the di- I appreciate the differentiation, Jessica Watkins. Hi, Robin. Leah in New York says, "Stop it, Robin. She's not like you. You just have something in common." Thank you. No, she is nothing like me. I just don't know how. I mean, help me here. How? how? I know. I know. How can how how can a trans woman be a, a maggot insurrectionist and an oath keeper? Well, the same the same way that there are log closet Republicans. Or to uh, work with the uh, analogy that Terry came up with. Uh, She's like the capos in the Holocaust. They thought they were going to somehow evade being treated like other Jewish people. And no, no, they, they, they got murdered by the Nazis too. And so here's Jessica Watkins, a member of a movement that would round her trans ass up and put her in a camp if they got their hands on the levers of power. Um, so she's standing trial for seditious conspiracy. And if she's convicted, I, I, I hope she is sent to a women's federal prison. She should be. That's a separate horror. But I like to think that I was always a fairly compassionate individual, but my compassion and my sympathy and empathy have gone through the roof since uh, since I started living authentically. She, on the other hand, transitioned and decided to uh, participate in a terrorist attack against the United States of America. Can anybody help me with that? Okay, th- well, thank you, Irish Dave. Uh, if memory serves, that's pronounced capo, not capo. 
Capo? Okay. Thank you. Uh, and there are also, uh, there's another word out there that is uh, Zonderkommando. Is that, is, is that another, yeah, maybe? I simply, I, I, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I, I just don't. But there are, there are trans women out there, non-binaries, trans guys, uh, who, who, who voted for Nitwit Nero. Remember, Jessica Watkins shrieked from the stand yesterday. Half the people in this country feel the way I do. The election was it was stolen. It was not a free and fair election. Blah, 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 blah. So maybe when we get in, maybe when we get into the group discussion here in a little bit, you can help me figure this out. How do you become a member of the most, of one of the most despised, marginalized minorities in this country and look up and go, you know what? That party that despises me, those are my people. Oh, oh, the agony. It just, it just, kind of, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have been surprised. But damned if I wasn't. That's just a hell of a thing. Lock her up. Let's get the chant going. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. Oh, God. Scott. Scott. McRib test name also not used. Porcine Plank. Mm-hmm. Plywood Pork. It just gets worse. So I just, I, just, I, I did. I just wanted to take... Uh, Take a moment to update us on Jessica Watkins and oh, in society news, uh, the New York Post reporting. Take that for what it's worth. The New York Post reporting that uh, precious princess Iwanka, my daddy Trump Kushner, is tired of the drama of being involved in national politics. And she probably won't be involved in his third campaign, Daddies. And some unnamed source who spoke to the Post said that uh, Precious Princess Iwanka, my daddy Trump Kushner, hated all the criticism and the threats and was unhappy about how a lot of their friends turned their back on them. Um, a third White House run will be bad for her family and negative in general in her circle of friends. And she wants a normal life, as she can, as normal a life as she can arrange for her and her family. She's unhappy about becoming a political target. 
Yeah, she's out, she certainly tried to, well, with the except, exception of, you know, cutting her her brother's uh, FWB literally out of a photo. Honey, we're all wearing pastel colors. Where are you wearing? Black. <laughs> but yes, let's let's take a moment and and, and dig deep and find some sympathy for poor Iwanka, whose friends all turned their backs on her when she decided to participate in a fascist presidential administration. Poor, poor Iwanka. Yep, nope, nope, sorry. I gained a lot more sympathy and compassion and empathy a couple of years ago, but uh, can't find any for her. Um, God, this is just... <laughs> Steve's in on it now. Steve in New York. Irish drag name, Slabo Pork. There's a murder hornet waiting for you in hell, Steve. I don't even have to wait for Brother Deacon Asa to tell me that. I'm sure he's already typing it. As to Jessica Watkins, uh, Matt in San Francisco says, There are gay folk who eat at Chick-fil-A and shop at Hobby Lobby. Some things, some things just don't make sense. And you can, you can, spend, you can spend all the time in the world, you, and, and it's never, it's never going to make sense. It, but it, it it does it sort of triggers an urge to look and say what is wrong with you who hurt you uh, well there's there's a terrible impulse out there to be one of the good ones or as they're referred to in circles the uh, trans pick me girls Blair White, Caitlyn Jenner, Jessica Watkins. Oh, they're, they're out there. It's just so, so gross. Clarence pointing out, hey, Clarence, turncoats. Uh, we have black folks that are house Negroes. These guys and gals collaborate with those who despise them. Stupidity does not discriminate. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the only one that doesn't. I mean, Herschel, Herman Cain, Candy O., Or, uh, oh, uh, never mind. The list is long. And uh, Ralph wants to know, what friends does Iwanka have anymore? Well, that's the point. They all turned her back on her because she went, she uh, went uh, LARPing after her nasty, her nasty old pappy. And the idea that Jessica Watkins said half the people in this country feel the way I do. Scott says, uh, bullshit. Less than half even bothered to vote this time in November. Get your numbers and facts right, sister. Not wrong. Matt says, uh, for Iwanka, two billion buys a lot of normal. 
That sweet, sweet, sweet Saudi money. Poor Iwanka. <laughs> no, that wasn't me getting choked up. That's just yeah, a little sign of strange. Ew. And this is one that we kind of got to deal with. It, well, okay, before we go there, let's go here. Told you. Y- you know in you know in uh, the first Men in Black when they're uh, when uh, Tommy Lee Jones goes to check the hot sheets and it's the Weekly World News. Oh, you can you you, you can you 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 can you, you can look, read the New York Times if you want to. They get they they, they catch something every one and once in a while. Oh, here it is. And uh, well, I don't know. There I was happily prattling al- along about uh, how if you if you despised Miss Nancy, you're not gonna love Hakeem Jeffries. And then lo and behold, today I got the notification. Hakeem Jeffries officially announced his uh, desire to be the leader of the minority in the House, the Democrats. He's from Brooklyn, and he sent a uh, dear colleague letter out to the Democratic caucus saying, I write to humbly ask you for your support for the position of House Democratic leader as we once again prepare to meet the moment. And nobody else has signed up to oppose him. That's telling. And he has been he has been he, he has been described as the heir apparent to Nancy Pelosi for a long time. But he ain't no Nancy. Not by a long shot. So that will probably, well, it has the, it has a whiff of inevitability to it. He will be the first, uh, the first man of color, first person of color, uh, to uh, lead a party in the Congress. The leadership vote comes up on the thirtieth of this month. Nancy, as we talked about yesterday, Speaker Pelosi is stepping down, stepping aside. And so, too, is her entire uh, leadership team. And in place of people like Steny Hoyer, uh, Jeffries will be assisted by Representative Catherine Clark, a Democrat from Massachusetts, as the number number two uh, ranking leader, and Representative Pete Aguiar, a Democrat from California in the number three spot, and uh, uh, the news article I'm looking at says others are still jockeying for position. Hakeem Jeffries uh, is uh, in his sixth term. He's been 12 years in the House. 
Uh, he lives in uh, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to jump out there and just, you know, hate on him. That would be really wrong and tone deaf and wrong footed. But he, he, he practiced. Well, we talked about some. He, pal, he pals around with a guy who. Uh, Well, what Steve said last night about Do- uh, Dove Hikend. Ralph says, in your opinion, who would be a better Democratic leader? I don't necessarily know. I would like it. I, I think it would be a it would be a nice experiment, though, if uh, Nan- Nancy Nancy had solid uh, liberal and progressive street cred. Now, nobody can ever be, you know, she suffered from a want of ideological purity. But I don't think you're, I'd like to see somebody with a, you know, straight up, no kidding, uh, progressive values lead the house. Somebody who will 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 go day in and day out hammering Republicans for their disdain for equal rights, for medical care, for a living wage, for protecting Social Security, Medicare, and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if you get that with Hakeem Jeffries. And then this. This was nauseating. This is stomach turning. But it's par for the course. Uh, I've I've heard from various members of the community over the course of the day, the last 24 hours, I guess, and everybody is uniformly just nauseated by this particular piece of news. The Biden administration has noted that uh, For purposes of diplomacy, the government of the United States will recognize immunity for Mohammed bin Bonesaw. And John Kirby, national security spokesman at the White House, said, This legal determination has absolutely nothing to do with the merits of the case itself. The case that he's talking about is a, is a lawsuit against Mohammed bin Bonesaw and uh, other Saudi punks, thugs, and barbarians brought by Hatis Singhis, Jamal Khashoggi's fiance, whose uh, papers 
Khashoggi was lured to the Turkish embassy to deal with, at which point the uh, Saudis attacked him and, well, chopped him into chutney. And this has not gone over well. John Kirby tried to put lipstick on a pig and said, it has absolutely nothing to do with the bilateral relationship with Saudi Arabia, which, as you know, is tense right now. And uh, he went on and said, uh, President Biden's been very, very clear, very vocally so, about the brutal and barbaric murder of Mr. Khashoggi. Amnesty International jumped into the, into the fray and said that uh, this is a deep betrayal. And Amnesty International went on to note that uh, the Saudi government had named Mohammed bin Bonesaw prime minister probably in an attempt to obtain exactly this outcome. Agnes Calamard, the Secretary General of Amnesty International, said the U.S. government should hang its head in shame. This is nothing more than a sickening, total, deep betrayal. It's beyond cynical, she said. It is disappointing that the U.S. government has given effect to this legal ruse. It sends a deplorable message that those in power are free to operate above the law with total impunity. And she's not wrong. But here's the thing. I know. The liberal establishment shill. This is completely in line with long-standing diplomatic protocols. I remember during the Cold War when uh, uh, Soviet assholes would do asshole things and couldn't touch them. I mean, goodness gracious, I think there were at least two episodes of uh, Law and Order, dum-dum, on exactly this topic. Diplomatic immunity is, well, it sucks. It winds up with uh, entirely unjust results taking place. But it is, it, it, it's a means of maintaining a diplomatic balance that, if it goes out of whack, can lead to real and lasting chaotic outcomes. And that's all I wanted to point out. This isn't something singular. This is something that virtually any administration, Republican or Democrat, would do. It just sucks that the Biden administration had to do it.
there is I, – I, I make no bones about the fact that I despise the Saudis. The Saudi royal family, all their little muling princelings. They are a disgusting lot of barbarians. And the world would arguably be better off without them. But we live in the world we live in. And until such time as we get serious about being a country that does not rely on hydrocarbons for its existence, we're going to have to continue to play nice with them. And it's disgusting. And John Kirby at the White House went to great lengths to try to point out that uh, this isn't about the merits of the case. It's just that you can't sue Mohammed bin Bonesaw personally. Other Saudis? Maybe. Just not him. And uh, he's young. He's going to... He's going to wind up being a pain in the ass for generations to come. You know, until some rival over there cuts off his freaking head. Uneasy is the head that wears the crown. So, uh... I just wanted to kind of deal with that. Randy Radar said it doesn't prevent Biden from shutting down some Saudi embassy somewhere in America. No, it doesn't. Stephen New York says, uh, I love you more than my luggage, but I disagree with you on this one. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it on the front porch, Steve. I mean, I, I don't like it, but I recognize the structure within which this is taking place. And insofar as this is a country that has been sadly bereft of its norms for too many years to count, I mean, if this had happened when Nitwit Nero was president, uh, uh, hell, he would have blown uh, Mohammed bin Bonesaw. And then Jared would have gotten another $2 billion. So there's that. Uh, as to options for speaker, uh, Kim in New York says, how about Katie Porter, Eric Swalwell, Jamie Raskin, or Adam Schiff instead of Jeffries? All great progressives, yeah. Katie Porter probably hasn't been there long enough. Eric Swalwell's been there a while. Um, Adam Schiff has been there a while. I'm not, I'm not sure how long Jamie Raskin's been there. I mean, at least, you know, I mean, a couple or three, ter- a couple or three terms. But it's also a question of who wants the daggum job, because it's not it's not a fun one. If you're into power, it's a cool job to have, but 
butterfly wrangling. Not herding cats, butterfly wrangling. Is uh, a lonely and frustrating task. Uh, Darlene in Connecticut points out uh, Massachusetts Fifth District Representative Catherine Clark is good is, is a good egg though, and a member of the Progressive Caucus. Hakeem Jeffries has tremendous respect for her, so I think it's good she may become second in command. I'd like to think Nancy and Catherine will have some measure of influence on him. I'd like to hear what Tara Devlin and Mary Trump, New Yorkers, think of him. Yeah, I would guess. I would guess. I would guess that Tara is probably not a fan. And the fact of the matter is, he is squarely in the center, which means that he can probably get some level of support from both sides. And uh, where else? Um, we talked to. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Matt in San Francisco says uh, Adam Schiff is rumored to be interested in a Senate bid. Hopefully, Diane will follow Nancy's lead. God devoutly to be wished. When does um, when does DiFi come up again? When does that Senate seat come up again? Uh, Adam Schiff would probably do a fantastic job. I can't think of, offhand, I can't think of anybody out there that would be better at it. I'm guessing uh, Gavin Newsom is going to go on governing California until such time as he can make a bid for the presidency. He seems, he, he seems like he's, well... I've been following his career since uh, mayor of San Francisco. And he's just, he's got that presidential vibe about him. Uh, Adam Schiff, Stephen New York says yes. No, hell yes. But there's one problem with being leader of the party in the House. And we learned this along the way. Um, after some of the ham-fisted dictatorial speakers that this country had at one point in time um, and I'm thinking of uh, Speaker Cannon you know, the Cannon House office building is named for him he was a 200 proof sumbitch um if I recall my history correctly. Speakers were de facto members without portfolio of every committee. And speakers would go in and quash uh, legislation that the committee wanted. Nope, you can't have it. So that now, for instance... The Speaker never introduces legislation. I mean, never is a mighty is a mighty long time, but the, the I mean, in the course of pursuing support for the Ake Act, we uh, we found that out. 
Now, if the Speaker says, I want this bill, the Speaker generally will get what she wants. But until until the bill reaches the floor, generally speaking, she tends to remain more silent. So it's just a just an observation. The power would be breathtaking, third in line to the presidency. You get bunker space in the event of a disaster or a nuclear attack. You get space in the mine shaft. We cannot have a mine shaft gap. Uh, thank you, Lee, serving as the Horn Ad Hoc Research Department on uh, senatorial terms. Um, DiFi's term, uh, DiFi is up for re-election in 2024. It would be nice if she would resign and let uh, maybe let Gavin Newsom make an appointment. I don't know. I don't know what California law says about. Well, no. Um, when Kamala Harris became vice president, Alex Padilla became senator, and yeah, um, maybe Gavin Newsom could uh, appoint. Food for thought. We've reached the uh, top of the hour, and I'm trying to see if there's anybody actually in the chat room for the uh, front porch. Roger is working at the farm today, so he won't be uh, popping by. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Stephen New York says, I think the Constitution specifies that the governor appoints the interim senator. That sounds that sounds reasonable. As for uh, Merrick Garland announcing special counsel for the classified information investigation, Well, some, uh, some, some people are, like I said, accusing Merrick Garland of cowardice.
and may, maybe it is. But other observers are pointing out that uh, Nitwit Nero's really bad lawyers have been shitting kittens with crocheted tails over the very prospect. And uh, explaining that, a uh, reporter for CNN, Paula Reed, uh, explained why they might be um, birthing the aforementioned kittens with crocheted tails. Okay, back with us now we have Evan Perez, Jessica Schneider, Paula Reed, and Ellie Honig. Paula, I know you recently spoke to President Trump's um, attorneys about this, and Caitlin Collins has some reporting that Trump's lawyers had been dreading this prospect. Why is this so, um, you know, why did they have trepidation about a special counsel? Well, to be clear, there are two investigations here. He has many lawyers working on each of them. I spoke with one of the attorneys who's working on the January 6th investigation, and that is, based on our reporting, considered to be less of an imminent legal threat to the former president than the facts as we know them in the Mar-a-Lago investigation. So this attorney who was working on January 6th said that this was an interesting choice. His two questions, though, were who will be the special counsel, right? That's the question of, of the hour. And then what will their mandate be? Specifically when it comes to January 6th, they assume that it will include any involvement or any potential charges for their client, the former president. But what about his close associates? Will that also be something that the special counsel will be overseeing? Is that also something the attorney general believes is too politically fraught to continue to handle? Or are they just focused on the former president because he is now a candidate? Now, on the Mar-a-Lago side of things, it sounds like the lawyers on that side have been dreading this because this also suggests that this investigation is not winding down. It is not winding up, that it will continue. There's a lot of outstanding questions in that investigation, including the sorting through of, of classified material, of privilege personal material. There are other issues, bigger issues being litigated through the federal court systems. We knew this was going to take a while, but by appointing a special counsel, they have sent a message that particularly the Mar-a-Lago investigation and January 6th, they are going to continue. They are possibly even ramping up. So it's not great news for the president's attorneys. We'll be the first ones to tell you that they were kind of hoping things would wrap up soon. All right, we just got the two-minute warning uh, while Paula was answering that question. Uh, Ellie, let me bring you in on that uh, question of what this means for uh, Trump and uh, his team. Well, I don't think it makes an indictment any more or less likely than it was otherwise. The Justice Department, normal prosecutors, the regular rank and file there, were already well into this investigation. Ultimately, they had the power to make a decision. Now what this means is they're going to bring in some outsider who makes the decision who will have some more independence than a typical prosecutor from the attorney general. So I don't think it makes... A, an indictment any more or less likely. The special counsel doesn't necessarily have any special powers that an ordinary federal prosecutor wouldn't have. But the idea here is to create, to, to mitigate any potential conflict of interest. And I think Jeremy's reporting that it, it appears the Biden administration, the president himself, the White House, did not know this was coming. I think that's a really important point because DOJ, in my view, should be operating independent of politics, independent of the White House. And so it appears 
DOJ, Merrick Garland, have made this decision to appoint a special counsel on their own without consulting with the White House, without consulting with the president. And if the whole point here is let's get rid of any appearance of a conflict of interest, then that's a smart. Seems reasonable. Um, on the other hand, however, uh, former Watergate prosecutor Jill Wine-Banks said it's a waste of time and money, insults the prosecutors at DOJ and gains nothing. No Trump supporter will see anyone as independent or fair to Trump. Um, more to the point relative to timing, Bradley Moss said, uh, and he's a national security attorney, uh, will now definitely delay any decisions until January at the earliest Observing, ironically, by announcing a special counsel this late in the game, Garland just made it more likely that any potential prosecution of Trump will bleed into the 2024 general election season. And Jeremy Stahl from Slate said this gave Nitwit Nero exactly what he hoped for in announcing so early. He said it's cowardly and it could backfire spectacularly. Renato Mariotti, however, who had been, has been a federal prosecutor, said a special counsel offers some measure of independence and transparency, which is a good thing. The investigation is far along, and the same FBI agents can work for the special counsel. The appointment will slow things down by weeks, not months, if at all. Which leads to the next question, who will Merrick Garland pick? Dear God, please don't let it be. Uh, John Durham. Oh my God, no! I just I can't I can't even think about it. But that having been said, we have uh, one thousand two hundred and eighty-five dollars to go to get things leveled up here, so I can pay things like power bills and internet bills and phone bills that all go to keep this whole thing going. And, uh, well, uh, if you want to help out, this would be a great time. So let's do, let's go uh, over the river and through the woods and check in in the old holler tree around the Extraordinary Ordinary Round Table. Hey, Sparky. Hello. How are you? Hanging in there. That's all I can say. Are you in the house today? Yeah, it's windier than fuck outside. Is it almost it, feeling it like it autumn? It feels cold. Oh, it is autumn. The leaves are dropping and everything, so it's autumn. Been autumn for a week or two. Yeah, Tracy was telling me it was like uh, 40 degrees this morning when she got up and went out. And if that's L.A., I figure you got to be even colder. We had uh, 36 degrees the other morning when I looked out on the porch, on the patio, rather. Porch is at the front of the house, patio is at the rear of the house. Oh, and I need to update. Thank you to uh, Kim in New York and Steve in New York. Uh, we have the special counsel name. It is Jack Smith. So, 
I'm, I'm reading up on him now. Yes, supposedly been working over in the Hague. Yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, 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 Joy in Ann Arbor sent me a meme earlier. We couldn't take Nitwit Nero to the Hague, so we brought the Hague to him. Yeah, I missed the announcement. Yeah, he's Although been. I don't know if any, any war, war crimes we could convict him of. No, but that's it's 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 a complicated form of prosecution. So, and he's he's uh, the other thing is in DOJ he comes from the Public Integrity Department. And that is well, public integrity has to. I mean, it, it's in other words, this should be right up his alley. Okay. Thanks for the thanks for the that. yeah thanks for the update, Darlene. Well, they, the the public integrity department deals with issues of official corruption. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, dirty, you know, dirty, dirty business against the public. Yeah, and, you know, grift and graft and. Crookedness in 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 uh, among government officials. I think he I think he's got he's in first place now. Probably. Jack Smith, he's got the job. Yeah, I just I happened to miss yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Trump is in first place as a grifter. Oh yeah, I mean that—that's what I'm saying. This this is kind of a. Um, it seems like a natural appointment. I was just being a bit of a smartass when I said, "Oh Jesus, please not John Durham." Uh, Stephen New York says cowardice. I think, I, I think he may be afraid, but not for the reasons many think. I think Garland's afraid of an acquittal. You can only ring this bell once if DOJ indicts, and there's an acquittal that fucks it all up. And I think he's also cognizant of the makeup of the Supreme Court, and so he has taken away any—he's t- he's taken away any claim that uh, Nitwit Nero could have that this was somehow politically motivated by the Biden administration. But they're going to make that claim anyway. You've got sympathy from Matt in San Francisco. He said, I start work at 4 a.m. It was colder than a well digger's ass. In San Francisco. San Francisco? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's to be expected. San Francisco's got the weirdest weather on earth, I think. One of the nicest Januaries I've ever spent in my life, I spent in San Francisco the one time I was there. I know. That's why I say it's got the weirdest weather. I think that's described as a Mediterranean climate. 
yeah, I guess you could say that. But it's in, unique in the bay. I mean, the way the bay's formed and everything, and the way the fog comes in and everything else. Just from what I've heard, I haven't been there in, since, I, since I was like 22 years old, actually in San Francisco. I've been on the other side of the bay since then. But. I worked there 32 years. Yeah, we know that. And I saw snow twice in San Francisco. That's why I said it has the weirdest weather on Earth. I wonder, because I'm such a huge fan of Mark Twain, I wonder if there's any, well, you know, the, the, the fire and the earthquake, what was it, 1906? Obliterated a lot. I, just, yes. I, I, wonder if, I wonder if there's anything left that you could... Uh, you know, so in, by way of like uh, following in the footsteps of Mark Twain, historically, you know, places that he frequented or whatever. I'm sure there's a guide that can place you in the spots. You do know that, you know, soapbox speech. I'm not sure. sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it started in San Francisco. I'll be darned. I, I forget the year. There was a There was this weird character down there. I can't remember his name. Matt San Francisco might know that emperor dude or whatever. During the gold rush time or after that. Yeah, he, he had his own money. His, he had his picture on money or something. Is that the same guy? Oh, I've heard of that Sparky? guy. Can't think of his name. I just sent you a link, Robin, uh, from American Heritage Magazine, Mark Twain, San Francisco. I didn't read it, but I figured it's got his name and the place name, so it's got to have something in it. Oh, that'll be fun. Well, he was a, wasn't he a newspaper correspondent there? Yeah, he was a journalist. Yeah, okay. He yeah. he le he learned the journalism racket from his big brother Orion. And yes, his name was Orion. Like the constellation or the yeah, star or whatever. Yeah, O R I O N. Orion. Well, his actually Mark Twain's was uh, given name was Samuel. Yeah, Clemens. Yeah. I wanted to tell you about Gavin Newsom. He can't. He does appoint senators. Wonder how he gets along with Adam Schiff. I wouldn't know. Thank God he just got reelected again. Now, are our, our, gov our governors in California term limited to two terms? 
Yes. But Jerry Brown was not term limited when he he did his first two terms. That's why only he was able to come back and do two more terms. But that would never obtain with Gavin Newsom. No, no, Emperor, never, no, wouldn't. It was Emperor Norma, Norton. Yeah, okay, yeah. And there's another, there's another thing that fascinates me. Uh, the fraternity of which I was a member once, well, in college, uh, has an annual alumni dinner that stems, uh, it's called Pig Dinner, and it stems from uh, a prank uh, at the chapter at uh, Cal Berkeley. And there are references to places in uh, in San Francisco where where the the fraternity members would gather. One of which is, uh, I think it's in San Francisco. It's called Luntz Hall, where they would go and raise a ruckus. Yeah, that was a character in the Bowery Boys, wasn't it? The Dead End Kids. Gee, Scott. <laughs> oh, I. I I, I, I just do what I can, <laughs> which ain't much, but, you know. Oh, and I got a, uh, I got a note from Lady B talking about Jessica Watkins, the, uh, uh, the insurrectionist trans woman. Uh, Lady B said, I was just going to say she's like a gay Republican. They'll take the slights and insults if it helps them further their goals. What they are, I don't know. However, it is interesting to note how many senators sided with the Republicans to protect the right for gays to marry. I even uh, think they thought that kind of prejudice was going a bit too far. After all, some of them have gay siblings, kids, and friends. And some of their gay constituents have a lot of money. Even diehard evangelists know that money green, uh, money green trumps black, white, or gay any day. A transgender woman siding with folks who want her dead. But her fellow rioters are her friends. After all, she lived a previous life as a privileged white male. She was using what she learned as a privileged white male to express her hate. But yet she's a transgender woman. It's confusing, but not to her. I wonder if she still struggles with her identity. It seems to me she does. So she shouldn't hate the Democrats, but she can't help it. She knows she probably disappointed her family by transitioning. But she also thinks that if her family believes she hates those responsible for making her that way, they'll forgive her. So she straps a bulletproof vest across her breasts and tries like hell to justify who she is. Again, I think she still struggles. But be it skin color or gender, there will always be people who will disparage their own if it means they'll get the approval of their family and friends. And although it's tragic, I don't feel for her. If she were to go to jail, a Republican-led government would probably put her in a men's prison. I bet she never considered that. But no matter, her privilege allowed her to sleep in her own bed that night. Male or female, she's a white person with money. There's nothing confusing about that. And that's the saddest thing of all. 
Love you, Robin. Love you, Lady B. Have a great show. Thank you. Hashtag fuck Fox News. Hashtag Trump is a chump. Hashtag uh, sugar don't belong in grits. Hashtag FM is Steely Dan's greatest song of all time. Signed, Lady B. All true. Every bit of it. Absolutely true. And uh, Darlene points out, Garland's timing seems horrible on this. Come January, the Repiglic and controlled house will be trying to haul his ass before the Judiciary Committee left and right. Jim Jackadoff Jordan is jacking off along with the rest of his ilk over the prospect of wasting more time, taxpayer dollars, etc., screaming about the injustice of the special counsel. Now we have to listen to claims of witch hunt all over again. A ton of ammunition has been handed to them. So either Garland is a glutton for punishment or he's got this one ways we, in ways we can't imagine. And by the way, reports are that grand juries were assembling big time in D.C. leading up to today's announcement. That usually tips off D.C. insiders that something's up. Yeah. Yeah, usually when the hotels, when the hotels in D.C. start running grand jury room rates, you know that uh, something's afoot. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, and, and, uh, uh, Darlene, Darlene uh, wraps up saying, as for Jessica, the trans woman insurrectionist terrorist, Watching four to six hours of Alex Jones, I guess she doesn't have a job either. She may, she she may have some, she may have some sort of uh, like a, a, a VA disability or some such. That was my guess. Sort of tagging on to what Lady B said, I recommend a documentary. It's a little dated, but it's still pretty good. Called Outrage. It's about politicians and officials. Who are uh, secret, who are closeted in in their public life, but as politicians and officials, they could not get more vehemently anti anything they don't like, but they secretly do. Okay, and I wouldn't celebrate too soon in terms of the the that was a preliminary vote for the uh, marriage equality. Uh, enshrinement in you know in, into a constitutional thing. It uh, a lot of times these Republicans will vote for something to be debated upon or voted upon, but when the actual it counts vote occurs, they're like as mute as, as statues. Well, the but, old... but the but the thing is, Scott uh, Tammy Baldwin, who is leading uh, is leading this effort for the Democrats. Um, has indicated that they've got the 60 votes. Hardcore final vote, 60 votes? Yeah. But they've, well, got, they've got the votes to overcome cloture or, or overcome a filibuster, and they've got the votes to pass the bill. Well, that's unusual then. I'm glad that that's the case, of, you know. But you know, we know how they operate. They'll get something to a debatable point where they will go back and forth on the floor. But usually in these types of things, if they ultimately don't like it, they'll stymie it at the last minute when the official, you know, vote comes up. Anyway, I don't mean to pee on anybody's parade. No, but that's, no. I, you know, when you see it happen time after time in a lot of important ways and in a lot of uh, places, you tend to get 
you know, trust but verify. My inner Reagan starts coming out. But anyway, that's yeah, a rather... Scott, any, Scott, anybody remember the, uh, what was it, Gang of Eight and Little Marco scuttled at the last minute the immigration compromise? There's a good example of what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, yeah, you can't you can't discount that, but I, I'd like I'd like to think that uh, Tammy Baldwin's a little sharper than that. They've got they've got uh, Tom Tillis and they've got Rob Portman, both of whom need never face an a, a face an electorate again. They are bulletproof. Well, not bulletproof. Probably the wrong term to use. Uh, Hammerproof. And they've got Susan Collins, who desperately needs something to sort of balance against all the shitty things she's done. And they did. Now they do. Uh, someone speculated that Miss Lindsay might be one of them. Miss Lindsay is decidedly not one of the uh, one of the ten votes. Yes, yeah, Scott, is Ms. Lindsay one of one of the stars of that show that you were just talking about? I can't remember. It's been a few years since I've seen it. But I always you need to have in your audio file, Robin, Billy Burke as the uh, good witch of the north singing come out, come out wherever you wherever you are, you know, whenever Lindsay's name comes up. Oh my, yes. I like that tremor in her voice, and then the munchkins chime in. It's just, I need to rewatch Wizard of Oz. I don't think I watched it this year, and the year's almost up. What the hell? Where did this year go? No shit. I have a, I'll I'll put, never mind. I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, look in the uh, chat. I've got a visual for you that cracks me up every time. Hang on, I'll, I'll post it. And I had a note from any- I had a note from Dave number eleven uh, going back to Jessica Watkins. The AA trope applies. What do you get when you sober up a drunken chicken thief? Answer: A chicken thief. What do you get when a damn fool starts living their life authentically and has gender affirming surgery? A damn fool trans traitor involved in J six. Not wrong. It's just that. Uh, It, it it makes it harder for the it, because you gotta you gotta distance yourself. Oh no 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 that, that no she, she she's a bad tran she's a bad tran just like Caitlin oh or Blair White I mean they're all you know they're all tran pick me girls they're all one of the good ones no they won't send me to the camps yes they will mm-hmm. So I wanted to throw it out to the group. Um, uh, our first mile post on the uh, Twilight Zone that's going to be the next two years uh, is obviously the debt ceiling, right? So do, does anyone have any thoughts on what kind of strategy should be employed by the Democrats dealing with this? Well, what they're what they're doing now is trying to get a you know they're not they're not trying to just muscle it through. They can, but they don't want to, and they're trying to get some. Bipartisan support. And there's that <laughs> that unicorn they forever chase. Bipartisanship. 
Oh, it's even more rare than, uh, you know, mythical than uh, just unicorns dancing around. It's leprechauns on the backs of unicorns. And hillbilly hobbits. It's like, yeah, yes, there they are. Leaving a trail of gold and, 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 and horseshit behind them. Oh, uh, if, whenever you hear the music we represent, the Lollipop Guild, you know you know it's time to run. Just get the hell out of there while you can. <laughs> I just... So, Robin, you were really you, you were brought to tears with the with Precious Ivanka's. Oh, I'm still I'm still all broken up. Folks. I just gotcha. We'll send you more Kleenex. Yeah, I'll we'll do, please. I, I, feel like, I feel like I need to send her one of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candles or something, just to make, <laughs> her, just to make her feel better. <laughs> well aged. <laughs> like a fine cheese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so ashamed. Oh, and... Uh, I, I don't. I, I haven't heard from Jeremy yet. I don't. But uh, there's there's potential this evening for uh, a really nasty uh, uh, Robin's creepy sugar daddy story time. Not saying, just saying. Hello, boy. Ooh, wow. Yeah, this is vile. Uh, wow. The things I put up with. You have, you have to wait for Jeremy. Yeah. Wait, is Jeremy... No, wait, where's Jeremy? Oh, well. Um, and I wanted to... The words of George the Oh, my. Oh, there's Jeremy. Jeremy. There's Jeremy, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you know, just yeah, just letting you know. But I'll, if we do it, I'll have the music all queued up. Yeah, don't don't start it yet. I got to go grab the my vomit bag. This is so. You know, what is the official music? The official music is it the for that segment? Is the official music uh, the banjo duet dueling band? No, uh, we, we we consider that no delivering? no the uh, the official music for. Robin's creepy sugar daddy story time is the theme from a summer place. Oh, okay, yeah, a Percy Pig. Yeah. 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 And I was thinking about it. What brought it to mind was a story I've got here about this horrible creature, uh, Michelle Fiore, who was on the Las Vegas City Council but decided she was of greater timber and ran for state treasurer of Nevada and got her ass handed to her. And, you know, she's total maggot. And uh, she was caught on video trashing the former Republican chairwoman of the state of Nevada. Now, this is one of those come on, let's you and her fight moments because uh, the former GOP chairwoman, Amy Tarkanian, 
also shows up on Fox News TV Radio Rwanda and Newsmuck. But she had also endorsed the Democratic state treasurer candidate, Zach Conine, in his reelection bid. And she also endorsed the Democratic Attorney General, Aaron Ford, as uh, he ran against the, the maggot nominee, Seagal Chata. This is uh, this is this is this is some. I hope the audio is comes across okay. You want to talk about you want you want to oh meow oh this is catty. This girl, Miss Alcoholic, that she is, this panty dropper after two shots, okay. This girl, if you want a piece of Amy, give her two shots. She'll give it to y'all, okay? This girl campaigned against my best friend, Goldchap. In Brooklyn, she'd get a beating, but here we have a couple of other rules, so we can't break her fingers. You know what I mean? Just kidding, just kidding. I didn't break anybody's fingers. It's all a lie. Anyway. Wow. You need to understand, Amy never represented this party. She was a chairwoman for five months, about to be recalled, and she quit because she knew her time was up because she was useless as tits on a board. You know what that means? Oh my God. I wasn't going to say any of this tonight, but I have to tell you, when you drive up and down this state. We've got 17 counties. And this alcoholic bimbo who smears the Tarkanian name, smears it. May Jerry Tarkanian rest in peace. He's turning over in his grave that his stupid son Danny married a stupid waitress from Fresno and now screws everybody when they're campaigning after two shots. And now she's working for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I worked with A. Ron Ford. He was a senator. I was an assemblywoman. Now, I don't know how snugly Amy got with A. Ron, but I'm going to tell you something ain't right. And I know it's two-shot Amy Tarkanian. Okay? So, you know, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. This is what I'm going to tell you. The rules have changed. The rules have changed. Each and every single one of you are going to have to harvest ballast with me, right? How many people do I have here that support President Trump? I need you guys to stand up right now. All Trump supporters stand up. You know why? Because our president just announced tonight in Mary Largo, where Michael and I were supposed to be, but we chose to be here with you. We have Jim DeGraff and Reed over there. We're here with you. President Trump announced tonight that he will be our next president, and we need to harvest ballots. It's the law. Wow. You know, she sounds like... 
she's wearing a coat on stage that I know girls who are sex workers who would not be caught dead in that. But so, Robin, you've explained conspiracy to us before. Um, her being up on stage coercing the crowd there to break the law uh, is that conspiracy? What? What would what would that crime be? Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe it would be. Uh, I think I think Steve's in the room. But maybe that might be some sort of uh, accessory before the fact kind of thing. Okay. But the 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 other thing is, there's actual you know actual malice is a jury question, and that is holy crap! What a slander that is. Panty dropper? God. And probably, I mean, that feels actionable. And and this is, and of course, everywhere, everywhere this woman goes, she wears a cross because she's a Christian. Wow. Alcoholic bimbo. I mean that that you know th- this is a this is a perfect picture of who these uh, who these maggots are. They're monsters. Yes, yeah, it, it, pure and simple. It's it's like it's like something I posted on Facebook, talking about tra- uh, trans awareness week, and and it it really is as black and white as I said. You cannot advocate for taking life-saving medicine away from people and call yourself a good person. You can't do I mean, you I, you can try, but it's not going to stick. Because if you're out there, you, you can't be a good person and be, at, and, and be out there actively hurting people. And make no, you know, make, make no mistake, that's what's going on. Now, uh, Steve, uh, Steve in New York mentioned his dad sending him the uh, line about no more Herschel commercials. Um, Reverend Senator Warnock has a new ad out, and it's pretty powerful. Uh, they talked about it on CNN. So can you believe this is, this, this is CNN's morning zoo crew? as opposed to my filthy morning habit. Leave it just two weeks to go until the Georgia Senate runoff. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock's campaign is running a new, a new ad. They're tying former President Trump directly to Warnock's Republican rival, Herschel Walker, demonstrating exactly what many in the GOP were so worried about. Watch this. We must all work very hard for a gentleman and a great person named Herschel Walker, a fabulous human being who loves our country and will be a great United States Senator. Herschel Walker, get out and vote for Herschel, and he deserves it. He was an incredible athlete. He'll be an even better senator. Get out and vote for Herschel Walker. I'm Raphael Warnock, and I approve this message. So joining us now, seeing an anchor in the host. Jeez, yeah. What a schmuck. And uh, then they brought on, uh, they brought on uh, uh, Chris Wallace, 
you know, because he doesn't have a gig at Fox anymore. And he had some fun remarks. Thank you very much. Listen, when you see that ad, right, this is exactly what I think uh, so many in the Republican Party and Democrats believe that um, the former president is, a, is an albatross uh, at this point around at least Herschel Walker and maybe the party. Well, they sure do. Uh, good morning, guys. It, it's quite astonishing because in no way is it an attack on Trump. In no way is it an attack on Herschel Walker. It is just playing Trump's endorsement of, of Walker. And clearly the Warnock campaign feels this is, a, as you say, an albatross. This is a liability for Walker, not a plus. And, and you know, the Republicans had pleaded with the former president not to announce before the December 6th runoff because they didn't want this to be in any way uh, a referendum on, on Trump. The president, of course, ignored that. And remember, Georgia is a state where the governor, Brian Kemp, was just elected after in the Republican primary beating a Trump election denier. And Brad Raffensperger, the secretary of state, was just elected after in the Republican primary beating a Trump election denier. So clearly, uh, the Democrats think that uh, Donald Trump uh, is a liability in Georgia, not a plus. Which is kind of an amazing thing to say about a state like Georgia. But remember, we had the story a couple of nights ago where uh, Ron Monkey Up DeClantis is polling ahead of Nitwit Nero both in Florida and Georgia. So that kind of that, that kind of says something, don't you think? Oh, and. Yeah. Uh, Uh, thank you very kindly. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jeremy. Story time sympathy payment. <laughs> thank you. Uh, that gets us down to uh, 1265. 1265. Thank you so much. Uh, the bet, the 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 debt, the bills that are out there, debts, bills, are monstrous and frightening. I uh, spend a considerable amount of time just worrying. And uh, hopefully we can take it down some more. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll go and queue up the theme to a summer place for toward the end of the program. Uh, Lee in New York says, uh, uh, make it the Herman Cain debt ceiling, $999 trillion. <laughs> Shucky ducky, Trump's not a racist. Asa gets such a giggle out of that. What's that, Christopher? If Lindsay is straighter than the Autobahn, I'm a CrossFit trainer. <laughs> it cowbell worthy? Yeah, it's cowbell worthy. All right. Uh, I'll take it. I love your I love I love your Jesus clock, Scott. Jesus, would you look at the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. That's good. We've got to explain it for those who don't see it. It's one of those laminated wood, dark dark wood, uh, uh, irregularly uh, cut out like driftwood almost, but a plank laminated with a picture of Jesus looking at the built-in clock. <laughs> oh, Jesus, would you look at Jesus, the time? Jesus, would you look at the time? <laughs> Yeah, it's right up there with my Burton or anything. Who's 
You're an asshole. You're an asshole, Bert. It was treason. It was fucking treason. I hope they put you in front of a firing squad. By the way, the guy who played the cop, I forget whether he was Bert or Ernie. I never can keep them uh, straight. The actor's name was Ward Bond. Yes. And he was the mo one of the most conservative uh, actors in Hollywood. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Yes. He, I think he was big on, uh, if he hadn't died by that time, he was a big fan of Goldwater. I know one of those actors was. But I, maybe he was dead by 64. I just can't remember these things sometimes. But I do know that he was one of these uh, just card-carrying virtue types. I'm not saying he was a member, but you get what I mean. Hey, hey Scott, here's an easy way to keep uh, Ernie and Bert. Um, straighten your head. Uh, Ernie is a lot more fun to have a bath with. You see, that didn't help, help me at all. Rubber I, Ducky, <laughs> you're the one. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now, I know Rubber Ducky. Yeah, there you go. I know Rubber Ducky. No, he was talking about the Bert and the Ernie in, the, in, in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. And I don't, I don't care how many times I see that movie. I always weep at the end. I don't know why. I mean, I I do know why because it's orchestrated to make you do that. But it's one of those annual pleasures. I or, you know. She's gone to close the library. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hey. There's not there's not a bad performance in the entire thing. And no. then Mr. Uh, Mr. Potter, you know, a prototype of Sheldon Trump. Leonard. Oh yeah. Get me. You, I'm giving out wings. You two pixies out. Out, you <laughs> pixies go. <laughs> uh. By the way, Lady B says it's fucking 17 degrees here, and I'm off to work. Hate you all. Just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm fucking miserable. It's cold, goddammit. At least it's a dry cold. Stay warm, bitches. Dry cold. Ooh, Ooh that's so bad. Yeah. Not en there's not enough moisturizer on Earth for, for that kind of cold. God, my toes are going to fall off just hearing that. Oh, and the, the snow started blowing around here, too. I mean, it, it, of course, we're about... 4,000 feet lower uh, above mean sea level than Lady B is, but it, uh, our cold is, is, is wet and miserable. Just get, it goes all the way to the bone. Just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm fucking miserable. Oh, Lady B. You need, you need, you need one of those puffy parkas. And it's 63 and sunny here in San Diego. And you can just shut the up. <laughs> Take that snow cone and put it where the sun don't yeah. shine, Basta. What's it cold? By the way, Dave, uh, back, back to Lady B's uh, uh, FM is the greatest Steely Dan song of all time. Um, I, um, uh, Dave number 11 says, uh, high-heeled sneakers rule whether they complement a wig, hat, or slide under the bed. And uh, sent along. Uh... Yep, that's the. Yeah, why, why did I open it on that? Why did I open it on that uh, that platform? That was a mistake. Oh, 
I have some sad news, Robin. Yes. Hey, Kevin. But hallelujah. Uh, mildly sad news. Bobblehead Boobert actually won here. Oh, I know. I saw that. Uh, they called that. I didn't see that. Yeah. God damn it, Kevin. I'm sorry. My condolences. Yeah, well, that, that sucks yeah. a lot. I saw where uh, um, Adam Fresh conceded. So, you know, yeah. this this feels like some sort of Groundhog Day thing where we get, you know, two two more two more years of stupid boobert. I think what they were going to do What is she going to be chair of? I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe she and Marjorie can uh, uh, it can can vie for the chairmanship of the uh, Jewish Space Laser Committee. <laughs> Space Force. Let him, yeah, let him chair the fucking Space Force Committee. Or, or maybe the uh, uh, Gaspacho, the, the uh, Gaspacho Police Oversight Committee. Yeah, there you go. Or they can. Uh, uh, what's the what's the fantasy country that Nitwit Nero made up? Nambia. Nambia. Um, Zambia. Zam- was it Zambia? Is there really no, it's a Zambia? Na- no, it's Nambia. Yeah, Nambia. yeah, it's a, it's a cross between. Namibia and Zambia. Yeah, right. Wegmans. Melania is more like it. Unreal. Oh, God. This fucking country. Where am I? Woohoo! And Franklin Pangborn says, Woohoo! Don't let the posy fool you. (laughs) Woohoo to you, too! What what movie was that? I know that it was International House. International House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to rewatch that. I haven't seen that in years. Uncle Bill, what are you drinking? Nanny goat's milk. It's very sweet. <laughs> and Franklin Pangborn. My God, what a, what a, what a, what a character actor. Genius. He kind of served as a sidekick to uh, Jack Parr when Parr had the uh, Tonight Show yeah, in the late yeah, 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Franklin Pangborn. Wasn't there a, a candy, a boxed candy uh, brand, Pangborn's Candy? I think, or no, I'm thinking of Vincent Price. There was a, a Vincent Price apparently was related to the family that had Price's candy in the Midwest. St. Yeah, Louis but you got, uh, you got me thinking about something. Uh, fire up your goo-goo cluster and get on with it and tell us, because I need now. Look what I, you done did now, Scott. Oh, candy talk. Hey, let's hear it for candy. I love candy. That's candy, though, Ferrara Pan. Ferrara Pan. Chicago, the great city of Chicago. Now, do they, do they, they make, make the... Uh, Pangborn Incorporated makes durable blasting parts. Oh. oh. Eh. Next time I want my parts blasted, I'll give them a call. At least it I, won't melt in your mouth. I or thought there was a candy, uh, a candy, uh, a Pangborn candy. Well, maybe I'm just confusing Tobolone? Are you thinking Tobolone? No. No, no. I, that's it. That's a triangular. Pangborn, yeah, uh, Pangborn's, Very hard to Pangborn's eat. millionaires. 
Yes, okay. Yeah. Only it's Pang Burn, not Born. Oh. Durable Park Blasters, huh? They must make a hell of a candy stick tongue depressor. <laughs> Jeremy. Give him a cowbell. Oh, all right. I was waiting. Oh, for you some. didn't read my you didn't read my email about about Precious Ivanka, did you? Did you? I thought I did. Yeah. Oh, you did. I missed it then. Uh, let me go down. Yeah. Oh no, no, I didn't. Sympathy for the Ivanka. Weep me a raging river, Daddy's girl. Your friends don't like that your family tried to eliminate representative governance from the political discourse in our country. Well, guess you'll just have to look up your local QAnon chapter near wherever yourself and Jared currently reside. Oh, God, they could they could give him a couple of million dollars, and the uh, Q could go on forever. Hey, maybe the bone saw is what's buried in in uh, Ivana's tomb. Oh, there's so many things in there. Oh, I noticed earlier today, I didn't get to read the story, but it turns out that uh, at one point in time, uh, Nitwit Nero tweeted an image from a U.S. spy satellite. What? Yeah. Holy fuck. Is there, is there a law against that? <sighs> You'd like to wish. Don't, don't forget, well, Cherkov was in the office the same man who told her where our nuclear subs were parked. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. He gave away a whole bunch of Israeli secrets. Yeah, well, and they they started talking about how the U.S. could not be trusted with sensitive information because of him. Alan, by the way, as a follow-up to it's fucking 17 degrees here, Lady B says, huh, 72 degrees. Ha ha. Very funny, Scott. Tell Scott I've already taken off my shoe and I'm going to go out to cut a switch because I get to beat his. I got to beat his ass twice for that. And tell my fellow Steely Dan fan, Dave Number Eleven, we couldn't drink grapefruit wine together and listen. We could drink uh, grapefruit wine together and listen to Steely Dan all night. Bury the bottle, Mama. It's grapefruit wine. Cut her a switch. Boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> beat your ass how many twice. Times have I, how many times have I heard that expression in my wayward youth? You stay right there. I'm going to go out and cut me a switch. <laughs> and those things hurt. It was yes, they did. You go cut your own switch. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the mere, whistle, the mere whistling of it through the air would would, would bring tears. Well, the kid across the street, uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, to talk Jimmy, he would say something, then he'd say something under his breath, the same thing, and we call him to talk Jimmy. And, yet, and that sounds like a character in one of the uh, Scorsese films. This guy actually existed. He would, his parents would actually send him out to cut a switch off of a little weeping willow bush or whatever the hell it was, and he was dumb enough to do it. Peach limb. That's all. Two words. Peach limb. Peach that limb. That sounds bad. I was. And they, you, you know that 
even the noise, where, you know, you, if you're dumb enough to cut the switch and you take the twigs and little teeny branches off, leaves, leaves and stuff, and you take it to your mother or father, they always have to test it to get the swooshing sound to make sure it's the right timber and pitch. Jesus, how crazy do you cut? I, they sent me out once to do it, and I was gone for days. Okay. <laughs> I had my bike. That's how you my, ended uh, up in San Diego. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Took a wrong train at Albuquerque. <laughs> Those little red, white, and blue uh, uh, handlebar tassels in my bell. Are you kidding me? I'm out of there. And those yeah, handlebar tassels were starched straight back. You were peddling for all you were worth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cut, me a, cut, me a, cut me a switch my ass. Yeah, I guess that was... Well, that was the goal. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So long. Send my mail to the Tijuana jail, baby. And then on your way to San Diego, Punky flew right onto your shoulder, right? Right, Scott? Yes, it was like a sign from above. It was like uh, Whistle While You Work or Snow White, right? Yeah, the the bluebird of happiness. (laughs) Only he was yellow. Yellow. He wasn't afraid. He was just yellow. Yeah. But anyway, Jesus. Am I taking my medicine? Oh, this is, the, 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 this is fun. Uh, Mika, over on my Filthy Morning Habit, has been, have, has been going off on Marginal Trailer Queen. And I swear these, pic, they, these pictures they find of Marge, Jesus, she... she she looks like she uses window putty for her foundation. I know. <laughs> nice. Thank you. That's beautiful. Maybe, maybe it's spackling. Maybe it's spackling for Christmas. <laughs> Chris, maybe it's spackling paste. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, just give her a Home Depot card for Christmas. Oh, that's great. Marginal Trailer Queen goes to Home Depot instead of Ulta. <laughs> And she's standing there in the bathroom department putting her fucking foundation on. <laughs> color. Yeah, with that, that broad sort of half-moon-shaped putty knife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rustolium face. That's Miss Rustolium face to you, Buster. But no, she's been going. And and I mean, I've got I got I got clips here, and they're magic. I, I mean, I give credit where credit's due, and Mika mispronounces some things from time to time, and, and she does so hilariously. But oh, she 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 was throwing some shade. This is this is this is good. Here is the Georgia Republican yesterday speaking out about her demand. I'd asked that to Steve Scalise. Um, I'd asked him if we could, uh, if he would support investigations into Nancy Pelosi's handling of security at the Capitol on January 6th. I believe that one's really important. Um, I also, in, in that question, I also asked him about if we can, if, if he would support investigations into the treatment of pre-trial January 6th defendants. That's something that's also very important. Um, and, and he said that he would support it through the committees so that each committee, the committees assigned to that would, would be handling it. So I look forward to talking with, uh, Jamie Comer, who will be our chairman on oversight and talking with him about investigating that. But I think 
I think he only wants to talk about Hunter is what he said. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. But Jackie, this is your beat. What do you uh, make of that? Yeah, and, and I asked Comer and Jim Jordan yesterday say, about hey, are we going to talk about Hunter? And uh, he, they initially actually dodged the question, and Jim Jordan came up and started uh, sort of addressing it and basically said, we want, the, we want to investigate the DOJ, generally speaking, tried to drill down on Pelosi and uh, the January 6th insurrectionists, and that's when they pivoted to Hunter Biden. But uh, clearly, Scalise and McCarthy have not yet talked to the actual chairman about this investigation. Jonathan Capehart, um, I, 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 I don't, I invest, the Capitol attackers are going through the judicial process. Right. How, is this possible? Look, what we're witnessing here in that Marjorie Taylor Greene clip is everything Kevin McCarthy is doing to get that speaker's gavel. He is negotiating with all of these people in order to get 218 votes when they make that official um, vote in January. Does anybody here still remember when old 666 himself, Ronald Wilson Reagan, would say, well, we don't negotiate with terrorists? Well, apparently Kevin McCarthy does. What we're seeing is the exact opposite of Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has a core, a moral core. There are things that she believes in and things that she wants to, she legislatively wants to do. What we're seeing with Kevin McCarthy, minority leader Kevin McCarthy for the moment, is someone who is just about the power, just about getting that speaker's gavel, and he will trade away pretty much anything to get that gavel. Mm -hmm. The American people, these, I'm old enough to remember Republicans running on, oh my God, crime. Yeah. Oh my God, inflation. Oh my mm -hmm. God, the economy is falling to pieces. And instead, we got that. So what I'm confused about is... I yeah, wait, I, I think Jonathan Capehart's a listener too, because he just, he, just, uh, he just picked up a variation on my I'm so old I can remember when, because I remember when Republicans ran on crime. I remember when Republicans ran on inflation. I remember when Republicans ran on the economy is going is is is, is collapsing. That Caravans, broke broke that, that was three weeks. That was three weeks ago, and we are now ten days out from November the eighth, and there hasn't been another word about inflation or gas prices, as Steve is fond in, in New York is fond of noting. I thought the Where midterms the taught the Republicans that, um, and I'll say it slowly for you in the House, <laughs> or speak really slowly, make sure that you understand completely what is being said here. It appears the American people don't like insurrections. What's an insurrection? What happened at the Capitol on January 6th when the people were listening to President Trump who told them to rush the Capitol, to go get them, bring that noose and everything else that they brought. The zip ties, remember the zip ties? Remember the poo-poo or whatever it is they did all over she the Capitol? She said poo-poo. Remember when they were breaking <laughs> the did. windows? That was bad. That was not good, Republicans in the House, who seem to have a problem with the truth, with right and wrong, with what grace looks like and what our constitution stands for and what your job is okay so i'm speaking slowly here so you understand people like marjorie taylor green don't seem to understand exactly what's happening in places like ukraine would you like 
me to get you a map. And would you like me to explain NATO to you? Do, you? do you need some help? Because we can help you out here. But my bigger point is Chris Matthews. And I speak slowly because they actually, some of them seem fairly ignorant as to what the midterms told Republicans about what Americans cared about and, and what their job is. What did we learn? Well, the big picture is that Americans don't like their democracy being mocked. They don't like they insurrections. They believe in it. They believe the great... Oh, Jesus, it's Tweety Matthews. <laughs> and they've... Oh. you back from the wilderness, huh? Or the crypt, I don't know. Uh, but but she's she has been... He hasn't got a book to write. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, she's been uh, she's been riding marginal trailer queen uh, like an uh, like a uh, barred mule. Stepping down from leadership, the House chamber was packed with Democratic lawmakers, while the Republican side was largely empty. At several points, Democrats stood for applause, while Republicans sat in silence. But Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy who is hoping to succeed Pelosi as House Speaker next term, did not even attend her speech. Here's what he told reporters about why he didn't go. I had meetings, but normally the others would do it during votes. I wish she could have done that. I could have been there. Minority Whip Steve Scalise was the only member of the House GOP leadership to attend Pelosi's speech, and he showed up late. Compare that to the Senate side, where Minority Leader Mitch McConnell put out a gracious statement offering his congratulations. He wrote in part this, The Speaker and I have disagreed frequently and forcefully over the years, but I have seen firsthand the depth and intensity of her commitment to public service. There is no question that the impact of Speaker Pelosi's consequential and path-breaking career will long endure. That is what... Well, that's a kind, old school, elegant, old and now school. old school. Yeah. It's the way our politics used to be. You know, if, if the big retirement like this, yeah. uh, the end of an era, first woman to serve as speaker, an amazing career, a mother of five. Right. And by right. the way, her husband was just attacked yeah. as the result of political violence. This would have been the moment to step up and show so, some grace. Who raised you? Who raised these people? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Who raised you? Who raised you, Kevin me? McCarthy? Who raised you, Republicans in the House? Seriously, try and imitate somebody with just an ounce of grace. Try and make your mother proud for one second. It's disgusting. It's disappointing. And not to me. You're the one who has to look in the mirror every day. Anyhow, I digress. Go ahead, Susie. She's fierce. I mean, at least for the moment. Hey, Sparky, you want to mute? I heard your phone. I, 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 I sounded like you were on a phone call. Uh, but her ire in particular has been saved for marginal trailer queen. I mean, she, she, she like I said, credit when it's due. Uh, Ralph's just said, oh, my God, Mika throwing shade. I know. And you get the idea that. Well, she ain't got. She doesn't have much of anything but scorn for Marge. 
This is worth looking at in terms of what portends over the next two years. House Republicans are promising tougher scrutiny of financial aid to Ukraine when the new term begins next year. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene has announced a resolution to audit funds allocated to the war-torn country and yesterday made this comparison. We had five million people cross our border illegally since Joe Biden took office. And let's compare that to how many Russians have invaded Ukraine. 82,000 Russians have invaded Ukraine. I think the American people and the taxpayers of this country deserve to know why the Biden administration and this Congress is so interested in funding the protection of Ukraine's border and not the protection of our border. That's a very good question. I don't even know where to begin. Is she willingly ignorant? Is she is she trying very, very hard to push some buttons? What what David, how so, do you even respond yes. to that? <laughs> you respond. Mika, honey, this is the Jewish space laser lady. This is the gazpacho police lady. Woman, I think lady's inappropriate. I mean, she's, these, are, these are great observations, but holy cow, where you been? You know, I, I had a dear friend, he's since passed, his name was Larry Gibson, and he ran Keepers of the Mountains. And he was so, he was so passionate about the struggle against mountaintop removal. Uh, when you came up to Kayford Mountain, or anywhere else that Larry saw you, anybody, the first thing out of his mouth would be, where you been? And, 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 and this, but I got a feeling she, she, she's found, a, she's, she's found a, 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 a winning topic. And if nothing else, my filthy morning habit is going to be really interesting for the next couple of years. And then we remember that old Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. Uh, we are 12 minutes into the third hour of the program. No, that's not a time check. Uh, it's more in the way of noting that uh, uh, we got uh, uh, around $1,250 to go to literally keep this program on the air. And it's tough. And I know it's hard for everybody. And if it happens, it, you know, it, it, if we can't, we can't. But when we, uh, when it gets like this, and when the bills are like this, uh, well, I hear you, Robin. Yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, uh, Jeremy noted earlier. We've had two separate campus murders in our country since the election, and it's been nationwide news. Zip about crime. You know, Robin, if there truly is a hell, it has to be chained to the wall with flames all around you and Marjorie reading to you the Bible on a loop for all of eternity. Oh, my God, the mispronunciations alone. <laughs> the timber of her voice. Oh, God. Forevermore, that would be that's true hell. I can't think of anything worse than that. Maybe there is. Maybe Russia's pineapple. Maybe Rush would have something to say about that. But you, 
but but you, you it's it you know you just you, you just know uh, tell me if I'm wrong but it feels like you just know if if you were able to watch marginal trailer queens silently read say a piece of legislation I know I know it's we're out we're out out in the boonies of crazy town now but if you were to if you were to able to watch be able to watch her read something silently don't you feel confident her lips would move yeah she'd be mouthing the words no question with Trump too they'd be doing it together do you know what that word means do you know what that word is do you know what that word is well, it would have to be any – see, first of all, I doubt that she's ever read the, the single sheet of paper containing legislation in no. her entire life. But if she oh. has, it, it's had to – her staff is working overtime, putting it in the form of a Dick and Jane uh, primer from first grade, you know, with the color drawings and the, and the, big, the big letters, the big print, you know, 14-point type. And small paragraph, little teeny tiny sentences, you know. And the pail of water and the dog running beside him, yeah. She, I mean, you look in the in Webster's uh, under Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, uh, under the word twit, and there's a little line drawing of of marginal mar, marginal Taylor Greene. I mean, she just a, uh, I mean, I have forgotten more than she currently knows. And I took heavy doses of drugs in my wayward youth. I mean, what the hell's wrong? What's with the voters who keep sending her back? Louie Gohmert was the dumbest person in America. Jesus Christ, he's a Mensa. <laughs> Extraordinary <laughs> compared to this new crop of folk. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, and remember, uh, Louis, one of, one of his last major votes in the House as he prepares to go into his retirement oh, yeah. uh, was to vote against uh, the bill that would eliminate non-disclosure agreements for victims of sexual assault and abuse in, in the workplace. Stay classy, Louis. Off to the asparagus patch for you. <laughs> Can he count them? Is that his job? One asparagus, two asparagus. <laughs> hey, Ralph's just jumped in and said, "If anybody kicks in twenty-five bucks, I got twenty-five to go with it." Thank you, Ralph's. Ralph's tries so hard. Thank you, and uh, I mean, thank you, Ralph's. Ralph's is amazing. So we can get us down from uh, twelve fifty to twelve hundred bucks. That would be great. Um, went to the pharmacy today and took a beating, so. Thank you, Ralphs. Thank you. But. I, I, lo I love that. Yeah, what planet is she on? I Maybe she's staying at Elon Musk's beach house on Mars. I'm sorry, Space Karen. I just love Oh, that. I like that. Space Karen. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like a new show on CBS coming this fall. Well, let me let me let me Space look here. Karen. Somebody <laughs> somebody projected like a, a news ticker on the side of a a, a a Twitter building. And with with all kinds of names. 
for uh, Elon. This was a beautiful thing. Supreme Parasite. Petulant Pimple. Apartheid prof- uh, Profiteer. Dictator's Ass Kisser. Lawless Oligarch. Insecure Colonizer. Cruel Hoarder. Space Karen. Mediocre Manchild. Pressure- <laughs> pressurized Privilege. Petty Racist. Megalomaniac, worthless billionaire, bankrupt, bankruptcy baby, supreme parasite. I put some thought into that, and that is everyone is everyone reveling in what's happening with Twitter. I don't tweet, so I really don't give a fuck. Oh, Um, I'm really everything. Everything I see on Twitter every morning is like, wait, is this place still here? And uh, 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 Kevin up in uh, Massachusetts said, uh, how are things going at Twitter right now? Uh, One worker couldn't quit for two days because she wasn't sure who her manager was anymore due to all the resignations. After she found out, she handed in her resignation. The supervisor quit the day after. And one person said, I asked my friend at Twitter how he's doing. He said he can't complain. <laughs> Literally. That's great. Well, I just hope you buy Fox News next. Yes. Oh, yes. Roger. Roger. Cowbell. And the New York Post and the, yep. Washington Post. Is that, is no, that I, Rupert's? Both those are no, Rupert's? No, 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 no. Um, uh, the other guy with a, a a dick rocket, Jeff Bezos. He he owns the Washington Post. Oh yeah, that's right. What's um? Actually, got the Post is... is that Rupert? Who? Yeah, one of the Rupert, Rupert has the Wall Street Journal too. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. The Post isn't so bad. I mean, say what you will about Bezos. He's he bought it and he has staffed it. And he's letting those people run it. He's not like micromanaging it. Last I heard. Yeah, I, I, I was confused. I mean, the New York Post is rubbish. Is, You're uh, thinking of the Jerusalem Post paper. or yeah. something. <laughs> the Tunerville Times, or I don't know. Well, I missed about 45 minutes, around three to three forty-five. But when they reorganized the House. I think that the Democrats ought to wait until after the Republicans create the committees and then take Nancy and the rest of the leadership team and make sure they get placed on the committee that Jim Jordan is going to run for his investigations and put Nancy Pelosi on the committee as the ranking member for the uh, – like the hundred by anyhow, disperse these old uh, the the present senior leadership into the ranking member position for a whole lot of these mega bullshit committee hearings, and let some of these neophyte senators that that are congressmen 
think they've got the tiger by the tail here to investigate Hunter Biden and investigate Benghazi again and investigate, you know, the impeachment for uh, Joe Biden was going to be one. And very selectively placed Nancy and, and some of the other ones on those committees just so somebody's there when they nationally televise to point out how stupid the Republicans are. I agree wholeheartedly, Roger. And do you remember all the obstruction that the that the cons did whenever we like tried to put hearings on in the first uh, couple years when we had the House? Well, when we got the House back, right? Yeah. And the Republicans would come on there and just talk about horse shit and more horse shit and abortion and the precious little pieces and just do that and say, you know, okay, well, let's talk about the minimum wage. You know, enough about Hunter Biden. Let's talk about the minimum wage. You know, everybody in the country wants to raise the minimum wage. When are we doing that, guys? When are you passing that legislation? Come on. Yeah, and how many millions Bring of people still don't have day. What? Still don't have health insurance. Yeah, we're a single player. Are you, are you gonna? Who's putting that together? Jim Jacket off, jerk off, Jordan. And just bring it up every day at every hearing when it's their turn up. Okay, let's talk about single payer, single payer health care. Well, those have to be in the appropriate committees. But, well, uh, okay, appropriate committees. Yeah, but. Um, but they didn't talk about right. anything appropriate during the, be, their rebuttals, right? Be somewhat obstructionist in all the committee hearings if there's any way to do it. And, oh, yeah, that's the put, way to well, they, they had the playbook, put these, Roger. Put these senior members from the House on the committees that would be the most effective in being obstructionists to the mega bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I know Nancy Pelosi could tie him up in parliamentary procedure 16 ways to Sunday if she ever wanted to do it. Well, this is why the debt ceiling is going to be very interesting. Well, I, so they should have already opened up the hearings on the debt ceiling and sent it to the floor already. And put it up at something like two. $25 trillion or you know, whatever. More than I, that, I 100, 100, trillion. 100 trillion dollars, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. But 70 get billion. That, <laughs> get that sucker up there just as high as it can go in any way, shape, or form. And then for every uh, trillion of budget reduction that gets done, the debt gets increased. And for every uh, trillion that you increase the, the annual debt, it gets dropped by like $10 trillion. And as soon as the Republicans come in, all of a sudden, they need to increase the debt again. And every time the Democrats were in there, the debt, the total national debt limit would be increasing all the time because they keep lowering the annual debt. Unless, of course, there's a serious war or something of that sort that nobody wants to pay for. No, he never have. And Roger, another uh, another uh, tip, something something like the Lincoln Project or some group needs to run nonstop ads in appropriate venues regarding. See, the the Republicans in the House 
have you know fairly recent history on how they behave when it's uh, debt ceiling time. Okay, we already know what their track record is. They're dismal, un-American, you know, just just foolhardy track record is when it comes to paying our fucking debts. You know, let the you know. The, you can do a lot with advertising, even though there's not an election currently going on. It's just how you write the ads and, and the, the visual aspect of the ads and the placement of the ads. And and put, uh, what's his name's number? Uh, the, the, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy's number, the, his office <laughs> number. If you, if you agree, if you want to send them a message, call 202-whatever it is. You know, burn up his wires a while. Yeah. And the other one, when they when they now go to decide they want to start uh, sunsetting Social Security and, and all that, I'd like to see a Democrat in there going, well, you know, uh, OK, let's talk about reducing Social Security. How much are you going to increase the food stamp budget? Yeah. Well, the no. other number you can put out there, Scott, is uh, the front desk to marital lardass. For any complaints, call this number. But I, I think the Republicans being in charge of these committees will be a silver lining in disguise. They've proven with this election that people are getting fed up with the MAGA BS. And that's all you're going to hear for the next two years with Marjorie Trailer Green, Bobblehead Boobert, and the rest of them heading up committee. And I say, let them talk. Give them them enough rope, right, Kevin? Do what? Give them enough rope. Uh, Exactly. Because I think come 24, that would bode well for the Democrats. I hope you're right. I I could see that, and I've thought about that, and I I hope you're right about that. That the American people, I mean, they've kind of, they're kind of maggot out, and we're they're just going to get two more years of full on maggot. Yep. And for all of Lauren Boebert winning here in Colorado, she only won by 550 votes. Uh, that was a, a district she carried by like double her opponent two years ago. So to lose that much support in two years, it ought to be sending sending shivers up Republican spines, but obviously it's not. Seems like they're doubling down. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Republicans have no spines. <laughs> they let they the have record, no conscience. They have the no morals. Show. They have no, no values. They have... They're the fucking wizard they don't of have a lot characters. Of in a, in a single entity, no brain, no heart, no, no courage, no courage, and they don't want to go home. I mean, how many how many times do you see them in their district offices? Uh, I mean, besides never or rarely or seldom. Come on. Well, if you were the if you were the maggot congressman from Busted Knuckle, Idaho, how often would you go home? Really? Well, that's just the thing. Have you seen the district? I mean, come on. I wouldn't want to go. I would. You know, D.C., as I recall it, haven't been there for a while. 
it's a pretty pleasant place to be. Great eating establishment, entertainment venues. You know, within the Beltway, it's a whole different fucking domed world. Yeah, back I in love, Iowa, you're lucky to get I a have, good I, I, I love D- I love D.C. I've always enjoyed D.C. Oh, I do, D.C. too. I, do, I wish I could still live there, except for the weather and the traffic. I mean, other than that, it's a, it's a you know, click my ruby slipper heels together and send me back, baby. I mean, you know, we could get a place in D.C. We could run the radio empire from yes. D.C., Robin. Give uh, Lady have Lady B have a slot. You have a slot, and I would uh, do my r- endless rambling. I, you know, put Duncan on with electronic tips. You know, consumer yeah. household tips, and 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 at the at the end of the day, you me uh, you me and Lady B we ramble from like ten to one or no nine yes. to midnight. Oh, yeah. The later, the better for me, because yes. that's when the fun people come out. Precisely. In the wee small... That's See, what that's I said. Why... I always loved working the midnight shift. That's why Blue Larry King Todd. and uh, on radio, Larry King and then later Jimbo Hannon, who just died a few days ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had, uh, I think, pa- pancreatic uh, cancer, as I recall. Never met him, but I met his ex-wife, Camille when she was doing local radio in D.C. Oh, God, just a stellar human being. Uh, <laughs> That's www.bedoop.com. I think it's a real website about Mutual. Be-doop. Your network for news and sports. That was just burned into my poor little auditory center of my brain. Yes, I know. I know. Because, and, and we, we, you know, we ran... What was it? America overnight and America in the morning. America in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Bohannon. Okay, y'all. So here we go. There's about 28 minutes left in the program. We've got an opportunity here to knock out $200 worth of the deficit, so that uh, so that we'll actually be down close to a thousand dollars. We have a we have a challenge, courtesy. Of Ralph's, twenty-five for twenty-five, and an anonymous friend of the program has just offered a two-for-one challenge, where fifty dollars gets turned into a hundred and fifty. So, bringing us that that's that's one bill, that that's one or, or part of one bill, and I can't begin to tell you how critically important it is. So if we can if we can do that it would be huge, 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 super huge. So there we are. Thank you. Um, oh, Darlene told me that uh, there are some limits. I have no I have no doubt of this. I mean, there's always there are some limits to the use the uh, uh, the bill that uh, limited the use of N- NDAs in sexual abuse cases. Um, apparently, it only applies to agreements signed before a dispute arises. So they make you sign the NDA, you sign the NDA, and then somebody sexually abuses you. Um, the kind of document you might to agree to on your first day of work or even before you start. And it doesn't apply to th- uh, complaints about wage theft or age or race discrimination. Um and it's kind of vague on what constitutes a dispute 
And that will, of course, be dealt with in the courts. Thanks, Darlene. Yeah, we, it's kind of like the marriage protection bill. It's not quite as expansive as we might hope to have. So, thanks. Uh, oh, Matt, thank you. I'll do 75 bucks, which matches both challenges, right? Yes, it does. And, and, and our pal Christopher jumped in. Uh, let's get these challenges met. Thank you, Christopher. So we're actually, uh, we are down, we were at 12. So we're down, you know, we're down, we're down to 990 bucks. And that is, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And if anybody else wants to jump in in the next 25 minutes, that would be awesome too. Uh, let's see. Somebody just rang in on the stress line. Let's see who we got. Hey, welcome to the program. Scary Jerry on the deck. How you doing? I'm good, Scary Jerry. Uh, you're sprung. Oh, yeah. So many stories. Get on. Get on for Jerry. <laughs> and running away on a train, going to a strip club. Of course, I think I work there, so it works out. Nice, Jerry. How about that? And I'm going to, I'm the late, late cook. That is like bucket list material for me. Nice. I cook me half here. Yeah. I may have to, have to ask you for some hints and tips. I'm not joking. I'm there for it. Jerry, what's your best, what's your best dish that you serve over there at the strip club? I don't know yet. Uh, if I had to, if I had to do something to get in heaven, uh, a vegan uh, marinara sauce and french fries, fresh cut. Uh, the, you know, Brussels sprouts are really big right now. Really? Yeah. Whatever we got going on. I'm trying to get away from the announcement. Every time I try to talk, the little robotication guy starts talking. Nice. So what's up with you guys? What's going on? I thought I missed the train in 20 minutes late. Life couldn't get better. <laughs> Woo! Well, what's I, going on? I, Let me I, I, I wanna I wanna know about the projects you wrote me about working on. All right, remind me. Uh, my memory's a little scrambled because I was forcibly given a schizophrenic medication, which is not the right answer to the problem. So that's a different lawsuit for a different day. Um, you, uh, uh, let, let, let me see here. Uh, I'll refresh both of our recollections. Let's see. The, fir the, fir the first message said, my God, it's full of stars. I got that. And the second message said, uh, I'm hiring trans actresses for a pet detective reboot. Talk about it. We'll call in soon. Oh, there's some crazy shit going on there. <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad I wrote that down. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> Woo! All right, so, um, so 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 bring us up to speed. Which one? Let's try to make it right. Well, I mean, let's let's start with you get sprung from the joint. All right, I've been uh, hospitalized three times in the last twenty days. Wow! If I was going to take pick a bingo card, I would say some kind of pre-brain aneurysm, uh, weakened vessel, or brain cancer. Oh no, scary Jerry! But no. 
I wish I was joking. Or three dimensions. But that's what's on my bingo card. No, 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 no. Let's just go for, let's just stay with behavioral health because that means there's a pill for it. No, 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 no. If there was a magical pill I could take, I'd be taking it. The closest thing I could come to a magical pill is um, brand name Lomacro. That seems to calm down the monsters 80%. I was trying to go with the generic, and when the monster reaches half life, there's some psychosis that breaks out. So I need the brand. With that said, no, I can't throw molecules at it. I need uh, good medicine to figure out what this is. I have a, a gut level feeling that um, even if it's something like free dementia, Aricept or something like that would slow it down. Yeah, Aricept works. And if, yeah, or if that's the case. They just came out with a new class of Aricept. It's one of those the sooner the better so, medications. Yeah, I, I uh, um, mental health behavior because as they're strapping me down, I'm going. I need a brain protein test, the same type of protein test that Robin Williams had. Yeah, and that's, I still haven't gotten it. That you need. You need to focus on that. Uh, Jude just sent a note and said, "I'm sending out a warm, strong embrace your way, Jerry." But the cool thing is, I'm not manic on this call for the first time I've ever talked to you guys. You understand? Know yeah. You, well, you 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 were you were evincing a, uh, a a a level of a level of clarity, high clarity. Uh, when hey, you, clarity. When you called in the other night. The I was fucked up the other night. The, was, the 14th. Was, I'm really good at picking it. Well, we are. We are. Yeah, we are. We are all. We are all rooting for you, and and we want you to be okay. I. Uh, I have terrifying things to talk about if I dwell on. But you were the little light out of the sewer that I focused on. Um, I've been having tremendous memory problems, short-term memory problems, and this was beforehand. And restlessness and anxiety. Some of that's behavior health, but some of that is indicative of a tumor or some kind of brain. I had night clips last night, which is indicative of some kind of thing. Yeah. But, since I admitted all this shit was happening, and decided to live life like I had 10 minutes left. Life's been beautiful. And if I have 20 years left, that's great. If I have five years left, I'm going to get a lot of shit done. So that's where I'm at. That's the transformation I was talking about. I'm not thinking it anymore. I've uh, admitted a lot of uncomfortable experiences to family members. That's the last thing left. Everybody's uh, poor is just on for uh, mouth is on that before. But I don't care. I'm a, I gotta be understood before I leave this place. And known. Yeah. Biological units, when they're at the end of their lifespan, flail in all kinds of ways. And I've been doing that. 
but I had to take a look at why I was, why I was I've been so uh, irrational. So there it is, and that's that. Now, we were talking about a radio station, the part I heard, in Washington, D.C. I want the four to six hour. You want the you want an afternoon drive? It's it's kind of rough. No, no, no. Four a.m. to six a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> the pre report. Yeah, the pre morning drive. Yeah. Drunks, wino, psychotics, and alcoholics. Call in, come on. <laughs> that sounds good. I was good. Just thinking that same thing that you guys were talking about a station. I'm like, why not? And um. Lady B in Colorado said that she, uh, well, I was thinking if I was on a camel cruising through the country, that would be the only place that I'd stop, you know, after a dinner of concentrates and mushrooms, playing a banjo or uh, a hunt, and just hearing what she had to say. I want to meet some of y'all. I really do. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you would bring that up because, um, I actually had on on my little mental list to talk about uh, the possibility. Um, I'm gonna maybe over the weekend. I'm gonna try to work on uh, uh, the GoFundMe page for it. For uh, Horn in Part Dur, the adventure continues for next uh, for ne- for next June. I'm, I'm gonna make this one, and I'll be uh, the black guy wearing a black suit riding a uh, 50 mile an hour scooter uphill. That works. That you know what? Yeah. You'll fit right in. You'll fit right in in Fayetteville. Yeah. Rocking a, a Union Jack, which looks suspiciously like a, a Confederate flag. <laughs> but I, I would, I would like to hear from folks as to whether they think, uh, whether whether they'd be interested in, in you know doing a horn in again. We had a, a the, we had an awfully good time this last last time through, and I learned a lot. And I think it can be even better uh, the next time. I mean, let this train pass. You know, I love trains. I'm about to go full Jimmy Stewart here. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely love trains. Everything about them. Oh, and um, uh, Randy Radar. Randy Radar says, "I hear that a good psych hospital movie is Girl Interrupted. Recommend it to Scary Jerry." Where is it? Who is it? What? Girl Interrupted. Medical tourism. Come on, man. What's up? Where is it? No, no, no. It's a it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie. I remember the movie, but I'm actually looking for medical services here. Uh, that well, that here. that hospital that hospital is up in uh, Massachusetts, and it's the same one that uh, uh, James Taylor was in at one point. They got good doctors. They got good doctors in uh, Loma Linda, and of course uh, New York. Well, and that's that's the thing. It seems like where mental health is concerned, the bluer the bluer the state, the better the care. Hey, if I got to sneak myself into Canada, I'm doing it wherever it's at, man. While I still can. I mean, there's a uh, there there is or was uh, a really good. Um, brain surgeon in Arizona. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Breslin that wrote a book about a, a memoir about his brain surgery called I'd Like to Thank My Brain for Remembering Me. Maybe. Let me look. I, want, I don't want to give the wrong author. Um, 
and he details his experience with an aneurysm. I kind of feel like I'm running off a backup. Yeah, it is Jimmy Breslin. I want to thank my brain for remembering me. And That's, it's... Uh, I might have to read that. Uh, it uh, it's, it came out in 1991, and he, he, the, he had symptoms that he suddenly, you know, it went to a doctor, and the guy went, oh, no, we got to get you to this guy uh, quick. And uh, I think the guy, the surgeon that he went to was in Arizona. Wherever, whoever, five and a half star or four and a half stars are better. My uh, recent experience did leave a lot to be desired. Or just put a bow in it like that. Well, you, you're probably talking. This is, you know, you're not, you're not in a, good, you're not in a good place to not be well, Jerry. No, no, I'm not. Um, there's a there there is a branch of the Cleveland Clinic down in Florida. I don't know how good they are, but Cleveland Clinic hospitals are generally pretty competent. I want a proper brain scan and proper proper blood work. Well, you know, this is an amazing community, and somebody will probably write in and say, go to this place. Um, I need to send out some thank yous real quick. Thank you to David, uh, one of one of our Davids. Uh, thank you so much. Hey, David. Um, we are actually down now to uh, $890 on the fundraising goal, which is fantastic, and gets a bill paid. And I can't I can't emphasize enough how important that is. And things are things are thing like I said things are frightening. Thank you so much, and thank you to Matt for answering the challenges. Thanks to uh, our anonymous friend and Ralphs for making the challenges, and thank you uh, thank you thank you so much. Uh, to uh, do you know our pal Christopher? No context whatsoever. Go ahead. Hey Christopher, I just bought an Android flip phone and I couldn't be happier. Oh, the, one of the new ones? Uh, one of the uh, Dollar Store General ones, but I'm going to get one of the nice new ones, too. I, uh, those, those Samsung flip phones now are just fascinating. Not a, I'm, and they're I'm, gorgeous. Yeah, it, they are. Uh, and the, the screen. Yeah. And uh, I've just spent the last two weeks without a phone. Uh, don't suggest that. That's one of the reasons I got committed. If I would have had an apple, my identity would be on there, as long as my medical records, and I'd have been treated like a citizen. Well, you, I hope you, I hope you know that you have a family community congregation out here that is absolutely one hundred percent in your corner. That's why. Well, hey, you're, Jerry, you're more my family than my genetics. What was that? Is that Tracy? Yes. Hey Tracy. Hello, Miss Cab Driving Tracy. How the hell are you? Well, I'm a, I'm a little miffed right now. The fact that the white woman, while she gets 12 years in jail, but she pregnant, so we're not. She don't have to report until April. But do you do you do you do you know that that's? I mean, I get it. 
but that is that's, no, it's bullshit. Well, that's a, bullshit. that that is a, that is a, that's a trend that's gone nationwide. That was that 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 was um, started by black women. Well, most black women, they don't have a high-priced attorney to keep them out. I mean, how many black women have gone to jail pregnant and then have to give birth shackled to their beds? Yes, yes. If they even get to the hospital. That's what that That's what that little video that I saw when I was down in Atlanta in September was all about. The name of the video was Winning, and it was about the, it was about the struggle to stop that. And oh, I, I got two brainstorms here. Um, not to cut you, Tracy. But does anybody know how I could make phone calls to Raphael when we're not? If we're going full Dwayne Elizondo, I want to at least take my shot. Because I think Herschel Walker could be president, and that terrifies me. Now, I, they, they've, Jerry, they've abandoned Herschel. There are no there are no Herschel ads running in Georgia anymore. I, I, I want because they don't to, need uh, them anymore. In the head with a shovel. I, I want no, to don't, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, no, 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 no. Meaning, no. politically, I want to make phone calls to Raphael Warnock because Bober just won by 500 votes. So if I could talk 700 dumb fucks into not doing dumb shit, my uh, mission would be complete. You know, Jerry, um, Fair Fight might still be active down there. I'm on a, I get texts all the time. Uh, your urgent attention uh, on the Georgia runoff. Uh, I'll post it in the chat here, Jerry. Uh, post to Bob, because I'm not in the chat. I, I can't, I'm not flipping data. I'm just moving voice oh, right now. All right. Okay. So I won't be able yeah, to okay. see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, I, um, and, and you try to, Bob, Robin, try to remember Robin, because I want to do this. I really like starting Monday. Just any. Well, there, 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 there are, there are, there are phone, bank, there are phone banking efforts out there, but, um, no, the, the the Republicans the Republicans have pulled their money out of Georgia. They've stopped the ads. Really? Yeah. Uh, and you yeah, know, we, but that, uh, that werewolf we, we, thing, we, that we, werewolf yeah, vampire thing terrified yeah, me. Yeah. But the, we, what has to be noted is that, um, <laughs> you know, I had the story what Tuesday maybe, where. Uh, other Republican politicians, including Jerk Deluxe, the fake hillbilly Vance in Ohio, and some dude in North Carolina, and, of course, Nitwit Nero, were fundraising on Herschel's back. And if people didn't read the fine print, what, they would, what the disclosure said was 90% of what you give is going to, for instance, Donald Trump or J.D. Vance. And ten percent went to the walk. Ten percent went to the Walker campaign. These are stupid people. In fact, I was thinking of a total diabolical idea that people are still rocking Trump flags. Now that I get that I'm selling Trump flags. Fuck it. I'm here for the civil war. Now back to Tracy, who I interrupted. Tell me more about the women in jail, uh, different status, oh, well, color, I mean, and otherwise. It, I, I, I mean, this is really personal for me because. You know, I have a conviction and, you know, over fraud. And so I didn't, wow. and when I was listening to their arguments for the, well, I didn't listen because I couldn't take it to listen and watch, but, you know, reading with her attorney and Cory fucking Booker, fuck the entire fuck. Ah. 
Corey fucking Wow, what, what happened there? He wrote a letter to the judge to say, you know, she was she's a good person, and I really think that she could do good if given another chance. And then her lawyer was like, well, she's a first-time offender. And I'm like, how many young black men are still in jail? For the first time, and they've been in jail for 30 years for a five-dollar rock, and that was, and they were a first-time offender. I, I, I just, yeah, you're absolutely I right. Said, I didn't get a chance. I was a, I was a first-time offender, but I didn't get a slap on the wrist or anything like that. And on top of the fact that I didn't do what they said I did, but I didn't have a high-power attorney arguing my case. Ding. Ding. And, and so I, I was having like, those. I, I was. So this half. And, and, and like, you know, all of a sudden, now she was running, ripping around. Now, all of a sudden, and I'm sorry, she's on the spectrum. Do you, but she's not a stupid woman. Do you really, y'all really think she didn't get pregnant on purpose twice? So she could stay, you know, have an excuse to stay you're, out You're a high-powered attorney. Your high-powered attorney, Diatrab, just kicked up something I was thinking of when I was just being forced to play bingo. <laughs> That's another story. I had to, uh play bingo to show I was socializing. I fucking hate bingo. But that's not a, that's another story for another day. Um and I got bingo three times too. Um I need to update my and uh Dave Chappelle be praised, my Jewish lawyer subscription. And I need to do that Monday. I have a Jewish lawyer. I need to go talk to him and uh get updated, get all the new phone numbers and be able to drop that cloud anywhere to you know get my bipolar ass out of trouble. If need be. Because uh, it's a different world if you go, hey, Adam Harmon's my boy. He, he has an office right beside the courthouse. And he is. It took me three years to remember his last name. I had to do it like by deal location. Oh, yeah, that's his name. He's right by the courthouse. And he always took care of me. He had the opposite reaction. I had a felony case that he turned into a misdemeanor that he turned into eight months probation. And then it just disappeared. That's Lauren right there. Well, uh, I got yeah, one. See, this is the thing. I, oh. Go, Tracy. I mean, just, you know, no, it's just the fact that I had, they gave me, not, I, not one, not two, but 10 years, I had to deal with this for 10 years probation. And I just, I just can't, it just, it sickens me to think. Cause Three it's like, years probation now, down to eight to, months. At 200 mile radius, I could go wherever the fuck I want and I didn't have to call anybody. That only happens for white people. No racism intended, but racism knows yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah? Well, I, I'm glad it happened for you because, like my nephew right now, they're too, they're, you know, yeah. he almost went to, he's been going back and forth with this court on this case and they threatened, to, you know, they said that the disposition, the, even though the woman who is uh, claiming that he stole from never showed up to court or any of that, her her um, her insurance paid for whatever was st- allegedly stolen or what have you, but they still want two thousand dollars for my nephew to stay out of jail. Come on. Yep, that's the world we live and in. Still in be fact, on probation. and and then they'll still have and then he has to pay a monthly service charge to be on probation with an ankle monitor. Oh yeah, the ankle monitor is expensive. I remember a conversation with my probation officer where he was like, hey, 
He even got me this permission guy. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? He had Bob Marley poster <laughs> in his office. He's like, you look at me, he goes, look at you. I'm going to drug test you in like three weeks. Okay, three weeks. We'll see you in four weeks. That's the probation I had. That doesn't happen to regular black people. Well, on the way hey, up. On the, hey, Steve. I'm really sorry. I Steve. had something I had to complete. I apologize. Oh, you're fine. <sighs> yes, I am. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A uh, couple of things. A couple of things uh, as as we get close to the wrap up time. Uh, we've had plenty of crazy this evening. In, in terms Yay. of no, no, not the good kind. Uh, not you, well. Jerry, sweetheart. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. But get a t-shirt, damn it. I just saw a tweet. It's still there. But I just saw a tweet that I made me have to mute and deal with a little bit of a gagging disorder. What happened? I just saw a tweet from uh, young hair Kyle Rottenhouse. Oh, there you go. Did you screenshot? Did you screen save it before? I'm, so you still hold yeah, on oh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. But did you say, but did you screenshot, whatever you call it? So when they take it, when he realizes he needs to take it down, you still have the shit. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I've saved it. Okay. It is a picture of young Kyle Rottenhouse, the killer. It's legal to say he's a killer. He's a killer. And he is standing in front. He's wearing a suit and tie and smiling. And he is standing in front of the United States Capitol. I know exactly where he is because I've been photographed there, too. And his tweet, and I'm warning you, get the hockey puck, or actually, in this case, get the bucket. Oh, no. The tweet. I was thinking of a, a automatic inflatable pup tent that you just go in and scream, and it had a helium and uh, Ma- yeah, maybe, yeah, gas yeah, in yeah, yeah um, maybe, yeah. I, because you know, hockey puck, the hockey pucks, yeah, they don't the, make them in our sizes anymore. Yeah, the, this is this, blah, uh, blah blah blah. This isn't well. I mean, it, it can cut down on the screaming, but yeah, you just go he, in the tent, you, so you inflate it, you start screaming, and then you pass out. So he's standing at night in front of the United States Capitol. It's all lit up, suit and tie. And the text of the tweet merely says, T-minus five years until I can call this place my office. Yeah, that's where it's We already knew that was going to happen. That's where it's it's all headed. You called that shit. We all called that shit. That he was going to hey guys, be guys, either, guys. Can we just let everyone talk, Cuba. Hold on. Okay, Tracy. Tracy, go. Tracy's talking. I'm just. I said we all called this shit as soon as he was uh, acquitted of murdering people. We called that shit and said this motherfucker's gonna run for Congress. We already knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. And he'll probably I was win. In, uh, I was in Pompano a couple of days ago. Let me talk. And, uh, oh, hold no, on. It's okay. Jer- it's okay. Okay. 
It's baby. No, no, no. I'm just what I'm just saying is, we already called it. We knew it. It's just a matter of. It was just a matter of time, and it's it's just and the the, the scary part. And you know, we don't wish violence on anybody. But I wouldn't be upset if something something happened to him that he wouldn't be able to run. And I'm not saying death. Or am I? But I'm not. I'm just saying that he the, the less of him on this earth, and the less and then on top of that, just the less energy we give him. So I just think after this, we should never mention that motherfucker's name again. Amen. Unless it's absolutely necessary. Because if we speak his name, we give his name power, we keep we put it in the universe, and that just but we already Robin, you called it as soon as he was acquitted. You're like, Yep, next step. next up next stop. he's not even gonna bother with local politics. No, no, no. No, no. He's not gonna, you know, be in the state assembly or city council person or no no boo. He gonna go straight to he's gonna go straight to the White you know, not to the White House, but to straight to Washington, to D C. Yeah, but where will he run from? His home state, or will he cross? The oh line no, he'll 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 go to Crazy Town. He'll he'll run in Utah or Idaho or Arizona or Wyoming, Florida. <laughs> Florida? Yeah, Florida. Sure, Florida. I mean, Back he could he could he could get he could get elected anywhere in the in the in the maggot Confederacy. What was his bail? Remember, like a million bucks. Yeah, and the Proud Boys raised it and paid it in cash. Now, it wasn't the Proud Boys. It was an anonymous donor. Just like the one who got all those guys in South Dakota who was about to blow up a rainbow boy. Yeah, that, yeah that, no, that was, that, that was Idaho. That was Idaho, yeah. Um, well, it was, and, it was a GoFundMe. If you remember, they did a, a whole bunch of venue changes to, to get him in front of a Trump lawyer. Do you remember that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yep. so stand this by. This whole thing yeah. Stand by, y'all. Stand by. Um, trying to bring some order back to this. Um, Steve, you're, you're, you're brand new just in. Jump in. Um, you know, what's to say? Uh, you know, what's to say? I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of hope he gets Putinized where he's you know, suddenly, uh, you know, slips on a banana peel and, and falls out of a 10-story window, maybe while he's, <laughs> you know, maybe going to the bathroom or... or uh, Counting his know. rubles. Guys, this ain't well, going to work look out. For the place, look for the place with the sign, one hour Putinizing. Guys, this is not going to work out. My, my, I'm on Plan C where I get a little boat in the Keys. If shit goes sideways, I'm still in Cuba, then you're all invited. I was joking. I have, I have to ask, where would anyone go? Yeah, I've been on this kick. I've been on this kick for a long time. That I challenge anyone to find a more sane, frankly, or democratic country than the U.S. at this point. Costa Rica. Oh, you know what? Okay, you know what? Locally, I can reaffirm what you've been saying. Every uh, one person at a I time. Mean, all right. Locally, I can reaffirm what you've been saying about the Herschel commercials. They're gone. They just poofed. There's, sure. there's no more Herschel commercials. So can I, I really think they've given up. I am. I. Let me tell you what I really hate about that. 
and I've said this a million times, and I hope I'm not the only person. I feel for that guy. I feel for that guy because... Can I, can I finish? Yeah, one at a time. He's one at a time. Stooge. He's I feel stooge. for that guy because he is he has served to be nothing but those crackers minstrel. And it just he stepped in and he's a veteran. But it and and I, I actually heard I don't know where I heard it, where maybe I heard it on your program, Robin, where somebody had somebody called into a program I was listening to and expressed and told the story of how their grandparents, I think it was grandparents or neighbors or something, were watching this and laughing, and he is every bad stereotype. And it just, it honestly, you know, you know what, again, maybe I've, it's something about me, it breaks my heart because. And, and, and you know, and, and you know, Robin, what does this tell us? Is that there's no, there's no belt, there's no uh, dog whistles anymore. It's a foghorn. Yeah, it's yeah. all, it's all megaphone. And it it's just, all decoder ring, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not decoder anything. It's right out. You don't have to have the decoder ring. Mm-hmm. Um. And 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 you know, and the and the last, like Steve confirmed what my dad said. Funny, my dad's Steve. Steve is from St- Georgia, Stan, and I'm Steve here. Um, the all-wise triumvirate Steves. That they abandoned him. This this was... Yeah, they've turned their back on him, Steve. And it it just... You know, you know, Christy Nome went down there and appeared with him. And all these... You know what? Not one of those fucking people will be down there. Mm-hmm. And not only that... But the Georgia GOP, which completely turned their back, uh, that's probably the only state organization that has successfully completely turned its back on Nitwit Nero. They're not going to have anything to do with it, if for no other reason than to spite Trump for endorsing him. Because, again, I don't know, maybe I heard it on here. There was, in the election, I think it was 200,000 ballots where somebody voted for Kemp left the Walker um, race blank. Or the, the left the Walker ballot selection blank. And I, I just, I... You know... I, well, I have to remember, Tracy. you want to be a vampire? You want to be a vampire? Tracy, go. I have a... So. I have a question, Steve. I mean, and I appreciate that you have this empathy for him because I don't. Um, I just you knew he knew what he was getting into. Can someone mute themselves? Yeah, there's some noise. That's not me this time. No, no. But it's 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 I, I don't feel bad for people like Herschel Walker. Don't feel bad for people like Candace Owens. I don't feel bad. The only thing that's going to happen to him at this point now, he's going to get reminded. And maybe this might be a good thing for him that he'll be reminded that he's black. Because now that he is a absolutely no use to these people, you know, because like you said, all the commercials are gone. You're, there's not going to be anybody coming down to Georgia to stand by him and be at the rallies. 
because he's not gonna have any. So he's not gonna have any money for anything other than maybe doing a radio appearance if somebody asks asks to, for him to be on the show or whatever. But he's done. But the thing is, we still gotta realize. Just because he's not out there, don't mean that people won't vote for him. Just so they, we still got to be on it in Georgia to make sure Rock, Reverend Warnock beats his ass. Because we can't have any, we can't, you know, just because there's no commercials going on doesn't mean that those people aren't going to vote for him. Right. No, I, I completely agree with you. And you know, can I? Let me tell you why that I feel for him. Because he, he looks to me. And I'm not a doc, of course. He looks to me that a person who's suffering from traumatic brain injury. I wouldn't be surprised, baby. I, w- I mean, he was how, I just, how many years did he play football? Oh, I know. In the in the in the college and the pros. And I don't think I just don't think I don't think he has the awareness to to come to to he doesn't have the self capability of self-reflection that you mentioned i mean i hope he does and 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 the thing is steve if we if he is to be believed he is no longer no longer taking his meds he says he doesn't need them anymore he you know jesus healed him so yeah he's he you know he's 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 one bad day away from playing playing with guns and sharp things again and that scares and that scares me for the people in his life. Uh, by, by, by the way, Tracy, you got a note from Bernadette. <laughs> subject line, subject line, Holmes. Uh, Robin, please ask Tracy not to forget that the ruthless bitch got 11 years for her crimes. For whatever white privilege her attorney mustered, they lost this case. And as far as that teenage murdering mutant fucker, that's bull. We will not let the country forget. Love you. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I mean, I know she got the eleven years, but she don't have to report until April. And I just, I, I'm. And then, oh, and, and let's not let's forget the kid, the fool that ran, ran through the sheriff formation during their PT on Wednesday, and they let him go because of lack of evidence. They yeah. did, and then Bill the Wave was like, oh, it was an accident. And all that, and you know, it was a provisional release. And I'm thinking, that's a big fuck you to this to this county of Los Angeles and to the sheriff's department because he lost the he lost the election. So he has zero fucks left to get. Yeah, I'm gonna turn him loose, and maybe he'll run over some of y'all. Right. Well, we have reached that point in the program. Uh, I, Jer- Jeremy. <laughs> Oh no, Jeremy. Hey, Robin, pa- can I say something real quick? Yeah, I'm go sorry, ahead. I interrupted. Go ahead. No, Fuck please. Jim Jordan. Fuck N- Jim Jordan. Not even with yours. Uh, <laughs> I'm off that market, y'all. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just leaning into it because I know what's coming. Um, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy paid for it. You offer this up hard. You offer this up. I paid a little young. Audible groan. Oh, this is so awful. Um, I'm done with online dating sites. 
I'm just done. So I don't know. Maybe this will be the last Robin's creepy sugar daddy story time. But Lord, we are going out on a we are going out on a low note, y'all. The music bed should be love's theme by the Love Unlimited Orchestra, Robin. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm commit. No, I'm committed to a summer place. Okay. That 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 Oh, thank you, Bernadette. Cowbell for not even with yours. Thank you, Bernadette. Um, and just as a just as a reminder, um, and this is very serious, and, and 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 if any of you are able, I encourage you to participate. Sunday will mark the Trans Day of Remembrance. Trans Day of Visibility comes in March, and that's a big celebration of 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 being able to be out and be proud and saying to those who are not, you are valid, we see you, and we're here when you're ready. The Trans Day of Remembrance, however, is a much more somber thing. Because on the 20th of November every year, we remember we remember the trans people, and the vast majority of them are trans women. And the vast majority of those trans women are black and brown and indigenous trans women who are murdered around the world for simply trying to live their lives. Many of them live in horrifying circumstances, far too many trans women are forced into sex work that they do not wish to do but they have no other means whatsoever of staying alive and the trans day of remembrance is about the ones who don't I'll be att- I, uh, uh, I'll be I'll be attending our trans day of remembrance in Beckley this Sunday if there's one near you, be an ally. Try to try to make time to show up and let people know that you know. Let people see that you see. Let people hear that you hear. Because this shouldn't happen. Trans women have been murdered for simply walking down the street. One guy was with a group of his friends, and they gave him hell because he thought she was pretty. And he hadn't even had, there was no relationship, none. And he murdered her for making him feel icky and then went into court and used the trans panic defense. Oh my god, I was hoping you weren't going to say that. I kept saying and there and 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 and, and, and every year there are more murders of trans women than there were the year before. So if you can show up, please do. Make an effort. 
this is one of those rare moments when I ask you to do something. And this is something worth doing. And I know the members of this community will be will be respectful and will take it take it as seriously as it deserves. And alongside that, a piece of good news. I posted this on my I posted this on my Facebook page last night. As, uh, you can find it on my Facebook. But I saw a news story that marked a historic moment in this country. This past November, or, or this past year, not this past November 8th, but this past year, there was a trans person running for a, a seat in the state legislature in every state in this union. All 50 states. And I read that and all of a sudden my little heart swelled with pride. Because in a very small way, I'm why that article could be written. Never before in the history of the state of West Virginia had a trans person run for a seat in our state legislature. I changed that. I lost in the primary, and not by way of excuse, but I decided to run, what, two and a half months after some of the most complicated surgery known to medical science. I was not back to full strength, and I was not at my my full power. But I, 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 I felt a calling, if we believe in such things. I felt a calling to make the effort. And so because I did, and because in 49 other states trans people did, but in this little state in particular, my beloved West Virginia, that article was possible. It was possible to say that a trans person ran for state legislature in every state in the country because of something I did here. And I feel so much stronger now I feel a power within me, and I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep talking for the next two years about this, and maybe next week, perhaps, if I can afford the gas, I will go to Charleston and file my pre-candidacy paper. And I will run again for the seat that I ran for this last time. And I will not stop talking about the fact that we have a place in the civic life of this country. And every time one of those transphobic maggot jerks raises their ugly head to say some ugly thing 
I will respond. Because it is, it, because it, I, I feel it is incumbent upon me to do so. Now, with that having been said, and I tied the two together for a reason, we get a big kick out of Robin's creepy sugar daddy story time because it is just so gross, so disgusting. Nobody ever talked to me this way before I began living my authentic life that I had yearned for for half a century. But Lord God, they sure do now. They feel like I exist, some of these guys. They feel like I exist for the purpose of their gratification. I don't deserve dignity. I don't deserve respect. I don't deserve kindness. I'm nothing but a vessel for their putrid desire and their hate. And like I said, this may be the grossest one of all time. So I apologize in advance. Content warning, trigger warning, if you need to turn away, this is going to get ugly. And hilarious in its own way, I suppose. I kind of lean into it, like I said. But, uh, Percy Faith, if you would uh, get the orchestra going... The first message came in at 12.45 a.m. this morning. Come over. At 1.32, come over, exclamation point. At 1.34 a.m., come over. I've been wanting to fuck you for over a year. I haven't been on this site for a year. 1.51 a.m., hey... 1.52 a.m., where are you? 1.55 a.m., come over. I'll fuck you. 2.13 a.m., come here. 2.17 a.m., I'm tired of chasing you. Let me fuck you. 2.25 a.m., I want to fuck you so hard... 2.26 a.m. Hey. I guess that's when my chaser passed out. Told you it was going to be gross. Thank you, Percy. I'll... Uh, hush now. Chime in, somebody. Yeah. And he obviously was wasted out of his mind on something. God, yeah, just bombed, drunk. But that's, you know, that that's that's just example that's just exemplary of a lot of it. I, I can't imagine I can't I can't imagine talking to another human being, let alone someone I want to have intimate, in, intimacy with like that. 
Robin, you point where it's really not funny anymore, you know? I hate to jump in, but, you know, did it I did have an correctly? element of humor to it. That you're getting off the uh, dating site? Yeah, yeah, I am. I don't that's blame a good you. Move. I think that's a good, a good move. It's not, it's not, it's not worth it. I mean, like I said, I leaned into it and it was funny. For a while, Robin, do you hear me or is my yeah? No, I I hear you. I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, it's just friend. that okay. it's like there was silence, 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 and then four people decided yeah. to talk at the same time. Yeah, that's usually the way it happens. But yeah, it's getting to the point where it's not funny anymore, and I don't blame you for bailing out on this, man. Yeah, we had our our, our giggles with it, but it's it's not funny. Somebody's going to get hurt, and we don't need that. Well, the the, the another. Real quickly, another impression that I got as you were reading it, I would think that in his mind he views himself as a good Christian. Oh, sure. And he he may well be used to the fact of, of, of yelling into a well to the, to the invisible angry old man in the sky and not getting a reply. So you exercise good judgment and not even, you know, snapping up the bait. Because that's all he was doing. He wanted an opportunity to to, to heap more uh, of his disgusting uh, abuse, and you basically he got crickets in reply. You know what you, you know more what you should have said. Uh, do tell, Reverend. Get back to writing your sermon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more than that, it expresses the repressed soul. Someone is afraid to speak these vows, and people he trusts. Or they trust. That's what this is. Well, what what kind of sad in a lot of ways? Uh, what kind of surprised me is that I haven't been on any dating sites for more than uh, it, it, six months at the top, at the most, more like three. And so this guy says I've been chasing you for a year. That makes it. That makes me feel like that's somebody who has seen me. Or I was. Just, I was just gonna say it. It feels like a stalker if. But the, I the risk is not. It's not worth the, the reward. The risk is not worth the reward. Oh, there's Robin. no reward here. I don't see one. Other than we get to giggle every you know every Friday, but it's screw that man. Your safety is paramount. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, okay. I'll be a little. This this guy couldn't find the clitoris with a pack of bloodthirsty prison bloodhounds and a GPS. You just know it. Um, and it, Not the nautical type, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Okay. But I, I, I tied all of that together because a common thread runs through. You know, I, I talked. I talked to. I talked to. I talked to women like me all over the country, all over the all over the world. Um, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get those too." And then you exp expand it into the cis woman community, and they're like, "Honey, that's just being a girl." And there's truth in that too. And like for the Trans Day of Remembrance, 
by the numbers, it's about 75% trans women. But here's the thing. It's trans guys, too, but they just list them as a murdered woman. They misgender them even in death. And so we don't even know, we don't even fully know what that number is. Which is kind of chilling. Uh, Jude said Trans Day this Sunday, uh, Trans Day of Remembrance. Give a time and the boots will be out aligning with you and all. Uh, hours here is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that would be 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday. But what I suggest, Jude, is if you can, find your local remembrance. I don't know what time it will be, but it's worth looking around. And be there. Be there for that community. Because there's no such thing as too many allies. Uh, Jude said, I can hear Juanita's voice. Don't throw your pearls before swine. You walk with focus and grace, sister. I've had concerns about the, the, the dating side or really any of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worrisome. But I saved it for the end of the program and ran overtime by half an hour. Uh, started a couple of minutes late, so yeah, done. But I really, pre- I really appreciate y'all letting me take a moment uh, to talk about all of that and try to weave these these issues together. Um, I, I, I genuinely and sincerely do appreciate it. Can, can I say something regarding that? I don't. I feel. I don't know if I really want to say this because I don't want to steal thunder. But I, I have to tell you. And if I'm stealing thunder, you tell me. I've, I don't, I've stopped seeing this as trans or uh, or LGBT or uh, uh, LGB or racial. Ju- I've just seen this as look, the people who make money off of hate. If you don't think they're going to find a reason to come after you, you're crazy. Well, yeah, that kind of that kind of ties into the question you were asking earlier. Okay, go where? <laughs> go where? Because yeah. no, no, uh, in in so many ways, there there's nowhere on this planet that's safe right now for a lot of people. You know, basically <laughs> anybody who's not white. Christian, cisgendered, and heterosexual, and male. And you know what? Like I say, this is why it's a matter of, this is not a matter of, it's a matter of justice for everybody. Well, that's why, that's why the hashtag exists, uh, trans rights or human rights. These are all and- variations on human rights. Yeah. And, but but, again, but we but we specifically talk about this at this time of year because this is a specific aspect of the problem. I agree. Hundred percent. All I'm saying is this is not the Venn diagram of human rights is a circle. And these are all little circles within circles. Within the circle. Yes. 
that's why it's so important for us to all to get on the same page and realize we're all allies and in this together in yep. this fight together absolutely absolutely and and robin uh right wing cannot win can never win an election without the bogeyman and we you know and right now it's trans trans transgender people are and the other thing is it's it it's a huge part of it is the war on science this feeds into yeah. the war on science well they had because a trial uh, they had a trial in walsh Huh? Oh, I mean, Matt, Matt Walsh. Oh, my God. Yeah, you tell him gender about gender dysphoria, and he'll, he's just going to spit in your face, basically. Well, they had a trial. Uh, the trial began in, in Montgomery, Alabama, in federal court today on Alabama's uh, uh, cruel and, and, and vicious and deadly law that bans uh, uh, affirming care for trans kids. Mm-hmm. And when I say kids, you know, we're not talking about toddlers. Although toddlers, little cis toddlers, do get precocious puberty, and the same drugs that are used for trans kids are used for those young ones to stop uh, to stop a, a puberty that has begun way too early. And uh, it doesn't matter what the science says. That's why I, that's you reminded me. You know the 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 plaintiff the plaintiffs have put up uh, witness after witness, study after study. That show that these are life-saving therapies, and 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 the 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 defense put forward by the solicitor general of the state of Alabama is no. Yeah, no. Well, you just need to find Jesus. That's your problem. Jesus, would you look at the time? <laughs> you know what I wish when people say you so, need to find Jesus, I wish we would all give the Forrest Gump response. I didn't know he was lost. <laughs> Have you lost him again? Oh, shit. I keep looking under the bed. Some of these same blockers are used to save lives of people, like, say, people that get the disease under the giant head, gigantism. Without it, they'll die young. Yeah. More than just that. You know, they, 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 the solicitor general said something like, and, you know, we worry about these, uh, we worry about the, 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 the permanent negative effect of these y'all drugs. Well, you know, what the, you know what the most permanent negative effect is? Fucking death. Suicide. Uh, I, saw, I saw a thing on Reddit today, and it was just playful. And it said, uh, your, your rap name is the word Lil plus the last thing you were in the hospital for. Of course, I answered and said, little GCS. But the number of trans people who answered it, a little suicide, a little self-harm, one after another, after another, after another, after another. And even though though it was a playful post, it, it, it brought it home to me. And I can't tell you how many times I see posts that say I just can't handle it anymore. And they're not saying they can't handle their transition. They're not saying they can't handle the HRT. They can't handle the world that they have to live in that hates them for just being themselves. And it is a solvable problem. 
doesn't take medication or anything like that. All it takes is to stop hating. Hey, Robin. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Compton Cafeteria Riot? Oh, yes. Gene Compton's Cafeteria, San Francisco, California. The West, the West Coast, the, 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 the West Coast Stonewall. Because the, uh, the, the, the SFPD like to come in late night and, har- and, 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 and harass the gender nonconforming queers. Was that along the lines of the Barney's Beanery in Los Angeles in those days? Uh, this I, I was mean, 1966. Yeah. Because there were a number of instances where we don't allow folks like that in here. Oh no, they would. It, it so, was an it was an all night all night diner, and they would go in there, and then the cops would come in and roust them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's along the lines of warnings. Oh, I I had something kind of disturbing happen last month. I have a because I work on my feet for 13 years, basically. I guess under my veins, I've basically given up. So last month, my legs swelled up with fluid, and it came down to I have to wear compression socks when I work now. But because my medical chart basically says gender queer, they always go to sexual questions with me. Are you doing things with people? I look at them and say, why? Because your chart says, but why is it always your first fucking question? I said, why? What is it? I'm quite open with it. I find it odd that you always ask, am I sexually active with someone because you're looking for gay diseases or something that someone that doesn't fit your stereotypical normal would get. I do find it offensive. Yeah, you should. And I've had a few doctors who've actually come up and physically said, what are your pronouns? They're nice about it. They're not assholes. But the ones who automatically go to, hey, this is an STD because you're genderqueer, that's messed up. Yeah. Well, and, and and if you're and there's that and uh, Jeremy, you may well know about you know you, you know do you know about trans broken arm syndrome? You ever heard of that? Uh, no, but you can like me, unfortunately. Well, let's let let let's say let's say you're out riding your bicycle, and you have a wreck on your bicycle, and you break your arm. You go to the doctor, and they say. You've got a broken arm. Yeah, I had a bicycle. No, it's because you're trans. Probably need to get off the estrogen. Or, in the case of trans guys, testosterone. Whatever happens, it's because, it, you know, it's, it's, because it's because of your transition. Equally disgusting. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, it's all over the place. It really, really is. Oh, Robin, one other thing. Uh-huh. There is a trans woman in Brazil who ran for the city council of Sao Paulo. You should look her up. She's pretty fucking neat. Oh, we're amazing. But the funny thing is, with most of us, you, you, you ask and we'll say, you know, what the least, you know what the least interesting thing about me is? My gender. Yeah. But, I, but in a place no like Brazil, which has got some serious issues, Brazil is a very schizophrenic place. Um, you think of like Carnival and this, you know, drag queens and all this stuff, and in in Rio and São Paulo, São Paulo. Um, but you should look her up. She's kind of cool. Okay, I will. I think she ran. 
yeah, she did. She ran in this past election. Um, I don't. I think she. Had, wait a minute. No, you know what? No, she was a city council person, and I think she ran for. I think their lower house is called the Chamber of Deputies. Um, I don't remember her name. I, I will say on a positive note, though, I go to a teaching college, and in the past few years, the older folks, when they see me, will look at me, look at my chart, and just suddenly say, oh, and look at me. And they'll say, oh, what? And, oh, well, this, blah, blah, blah. The younger kids, it doesn't fucking phase them. Younger doctors think it's normal. Yeah. Medicine, me, it, it, it's still got a long way to go, but trans medicine is improving. Um, now I think the world of my surgeon. And I would recommend him to anybody who wants to have done what I had done. I mean, just amazing. Um, and he's, you know, I joked with Annette, am I getting my surgery done by Doogie Hauser? Because he looks, <laughs> I looks like Ferg's age, you know, 26, maybe 27. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's older, but yeah. You know. He runs, he works out, he keeps fit, and he looks. And he's he, he's one of those. There, there are some who do that kind of thing who are absolute rock stars. Um, I can and I can rattle them off. I mean, there's uh, um, uh, Doctor Blue Bond Langner at NYU and Ting at Mount Sinai and. Um, uh, Heidi Wittenberg in San Francisco, and my surgeon isn't there yet, but he will be. And of course, he had he had to he had to bug out of Alabama because it got so damn nasty down there. And so he's uh, he's 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 happily in practice up in uh, Nashville now, and he works out of Centennial Hospital there. I I just sent a message. And it has a, a a a YouTube video of her. Okay, she's pretty cool. I mean, she's really cool. Oh, she's gorgeous too. I feel like the Beyonce of Brazilian politics. God, I hope she stays safe. Well, listen, y'all. It has been a wonderful evening. I don't want to. I'm rapidly running up on. Uh, um, Malloy, but I'm glad we took a little extra time. Uh, listen, and this is uh, you know this is mainly for the overnight crew and the weekend crew. If you can help out, jump in alongside the people this evening who did so much good. Please, um, I know it's a constant struggle, and I know I'm always talking about it. And I would I would dearly love to not talk about it. But if we could raise, if, if somehow over the weekend we could knock out the remaining $890 and then have a fighting chance of ending November okay, it would be huge. It would be so huge. And let me know if you're interested in the, uh, if you think there'd be interest in having a horn in, let me know. Because uh, I would love to get to hang out with more members of this community. And uh, There's... The, the, you know, come uh, come next, well, first weekend in June, 
Um, well, I'm going I'm to throw in another $10 because next month will be hard for various reasons. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. Don't, don't do anything to hurt yourself. Uh, and a note from Lady B as we uh, head out the door. Um, being a DJ again? Talking about our, our station in D.C. that Scott was talking about. Reminds me of Donald Fagan. Oh, my God, I love this song so much. An independent station, WJAZ, with jazz and conversation from the foot of Mount Belzoni. Sweet music. Tonight, the night is mine. Late line till the sun comes through the skylight. I'm certain Scott sent the program director scrambling by saying the word booger on the air. Or was that Robin? I think we both did. Um, and there goes the last DJ. Look. And there goes the last DJ who plays what he wants to play and says what he wants to say. Hey, hey, hey. And there goes your freedom of choice. There goes the last human voice. There goes the last DJ. Thanks from the late, great Tom. That's from the late, great Tom Petty. I don't want to go back into radio full time. Too many headaches and heartbreaks. But I don't mind fiddling with production of a few liners. And I'd love to string together all the songs with the word bitch in it. Still think Hair of the Dog has the best hook. Oh, yeah. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch. Scary Jerry, you're braver, braver than you think and loved by a family you may never meet. But we're with you, and stop sweet-talking me. You're getting close to these seven digits. You're getting too close to these seven digits. We're tomorrow's girls, Robin. It's close to the top of the hour, legal ID time. Make sure you fucking cue the carts and empty the ashtray. Tasty kush and a shot of Irish whiskey await. Ah, the trials and travails of broadcasting worldwide at more than 50 kilowatts. The Internet is the 21st century true clear channel, and it's FCC-free with no static at all. Here, 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 here. Thank you, Lady B. I hope you have just a super-duper, double-plus fantastic weekend. And, uh, What's happening? And everybody. What's going? What the hell happened to the... I, yeah. I that was on me. I accidentally hit mute everyone. The, the, the don't press the button until the guy behind the glass points at you, Steve. That's radio <laughs> rule number one. That's, yeah, that's a, well, I'm an amateur. He's Scott, just an work, insurance guy. Give him a You're working break. with an amateur. I'm just a, yeah, I'm just an insurance guy, man. So did it? So did it? Right. Did, did, did all? And if he points at you, you point right back. How much of that? Yes. How much of that didn't with exist? The, with thank, the right finger. Thank God it went. To, a, thank God it went to the recording. A, a, a showdown with a guy whose show I was producing in Kansas City. He pointed at me, and I pointed back at him because it wasn't my turn. <laughs> and, and Somebody did it again. Well, this is a good stopping point. <laughs> Fun with the mute button. Um, thanks, everybody. Thanks to our PayPal and Patreon subscribers. Thanks to our a la carte contributors. Y'all are why this program exists, and that's no joke. Because we ain't got no Bose Wave radio ads and no stupid beat ads. Thanks to our uh, all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Roger and Sparky and Steve in the old holler tree and in the chat room. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Remember, brand new fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, scant minutes away. And uh, the best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is, of course, head on dot live 
Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. 20 plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia, and a mighty proud union shop. Please stay safe, get your boosters, get your flu shot. Wipe down your surfaces, keep, uh, keep RSV from spreading, especially if you've got uh, little ones in the house. It's no fun as a grown-up either, and it's running wild. Wear your mask, when you're among the, especially when you're among the great maggot, unwashed and unvaxxed. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, use your hand sanitizer liberally. Maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet. Like Paul from Parts Unknown says. And, well, uh, if somebody comes burbling down the street saying, Well, I couldn't be at Nancy's speech because I had some meetings. Now, avoid that, avoid, avoid that silly putty, uh, man of silly putty like the plague, because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Later. <laughs>